Blog Talk Radio. Boxing, 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 boxing. You're tuned into Outsiders Boxing Podcast, where they only gonna give you the realest talking. Boxing, 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 boxing. Yo, 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 Outsiders Boxing Podcast coming at you. Live, late night edition. And when you know you hear this voice on Sunday, you know the RC probably had a long, long Saturday night. Uh, if you check on his on his uh, Twitter, I think it's at Showtime RC. Um, posting about his love for white women at 4 a.m. in the morning. So. You know, last show he said we we're going to get that 9 a.m. start, but I knew when I woke up and saw that he was tweeting about his love for uh, white women at 4 a.m. in the morning, 6 my time, 4 a.m. his time, that I knew we might not hear from him today, and we didn't. But we can't let that slow us down. We can't let that stop us. We got love for RC, but this is a must-do show. We had to do it because this was supposedly the biggest fight since Mayweather-Pacquiao, the biggest heavyweight fight since Holyfield, uh, since Tyson Holyfield, Ali Foreman. Supposed to go down as one of the greatest fights of all time. We had the pre-fight show, the prediction show on Wednesday, me, R.C., JP, Sign, all picked Wilder by KO. Didn't go to plan. Started the night off with horrible boxing. We had a 6'5 junior middleweight in there, beating up some little midget guy we've never heard of. We got Navarrete beating up a Filipino guy, putting up probably the best one, you know, I wouldn't say the best performance because definitely Fury put up a great performance, but it was similar to the Fury fight. Just put up a beating to some Filipino guy, Satizima, nobody's ever heard of. Charles Martin put to sleep Gerald Washington. You know, that was all right. All right way to start the night off, you know, get it really officially started with some heavyweight boxing, even though nobody's worried about either one of them. But, yeah, man, I said I wasn't going to do the party, said I wasn't going to get the fight. Um, Was going to the local bar, the local bar that has every fight. For some reason, they weren't showing the fight. I'm like, damn, all right. I waited to the last minute to call. All right, uh, do I hit the, you know, we have a place out here called Bombshells, which is sort of like a Hooters-type feel. You know, they got the. The women, they're wearing the, like the 20s, 
you know, Air Force type deals. Uh, you know, the women, they got the short skirts on, like the little Navy skirt sort of deal. You know, I was going to go there. They're charging 20 at the door. Call from my old man at about 7 o'clock our time. He asked me, hey, man, what you doing for the fight? You know, you know it's big when my dad calls. You know, my dad, is he isn't that big in the boxing, but, you know, me and him have hit a few fights. And, uh, you know, he's been into it a little bit, but, you know, he ain't that big into it. But this got him hyped. You know, this was the fight of the year. The fight, like I said, the biggest fight since Pacquiao Mayweather. It's possibly even bigger because of the weight of these guys. So my dad hits me. He's like, well, you want to – I'm talking about getting the fight. I'm like, hey, man, you know it costs $80? He's like, sure. You know, his birthday was today. I was like, all right, man, you know, you say you're going to get the fight. Let's go ahead and go half on the fight. So I go over his house. We start watching the first fight, second fight. We're not really interested in it. So I change it to the Rockets, you know, my number one team. They're playing small ball, people down talking that eight and two without a center in there. You know, we're doing our thing, beating top-level opponents. I think would be who was at the uh, Utah Jazz last night. Great way to start off the night. Flip it back to the Charles Martin Martin fight. Get to see Charles Martin, the guy who I call a bum, who's not a bum. Nobody out here wears bums. You know, I will say the word bum a lot, but in real life, none of these guys are bums. They're all fighters. They're all professional athletes. But Charles Martin knocking out Gerald Washington. Let's get it started. Then we get to the main event. And I'm hype. I'm hype. But as y'all know, on Wednesday, I told everyone I was nervous. I was hella nervous. Because I'm a Deontay Wilder fan. I fuck with him heavy. But I know deep down inside, his boxing game isn't on par. I know deep down inside, in the 12th, well, not even in the 12th round, but definitely in the 12th round, he was getting shook by Fury when he was coming forward. And that might not have been the best theory. So deep down, I knew, you know, on Wednesday, I made it known that I was scared, but I was going with my heart on this pick. And I picked Wilder. And coming into the fight, Fury, he has, he comes out to some slow song. He's out there singing. He's got four swole white women carrying them in. I don't think they were carrying them, probably rolling them in. But these chicks look like they were in the WWE, something like that, swole chicks. You know, not bad looking. What You know, breasts were big, arms were big, you know. But he came out, he's singing, he's standing up. He's got the cheap hat on, uh, the cheap uh, crown on, and the cheap looking robe. But he's out there doing his thing, comes in, looking good. I'm feeling real nervous. Feeling real nervous, but 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 before that, what made me real nervous was during the weigh-in when Deontay Wilder was laid up on his chick with his uh, you know, laid up on his chicks with his legs across hers, like he was the he was the female in the situation. That got me real nervous. That got me real nervous, you know. At the weigh-in, Wilder weighing in at two thirty-one, I believe. Fury weighing in at the whopping two seventy-three. Ah. I'm nervous. I'm nervous. So, getting back to the fight, Wilder comes out, comes out to one of the dopest songs I've ever heard in my life. I don't know who this guy is. I don't know what the song is called, but it had me feeling proud to be black. 
We had a guy talking about black Jesus, black Moses, black magic. I think was the name of the song. This guy, he's rapping fast. He does a, you know, before he starts, he gives a little, a little, uh, poetry, a little spoken word to Deontay Wilder, where he says to this day in there and Wilder comes out, he's got his vintage Mortal Kombat look, all black, all black, everything. I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it. But at the same time, I'm getting more nervous because now he's putting it all on black people. This is a black versus white thing automatically from the jump. And I'm like, I'm nervous. I get on the text message to the guys. And, fellas, I see you all on here. We're going to you, but I'm just getting this rundown real quick. JP, Juan Carlos, we see you. D, we see you. We're coming to you for sure. But I'm nervous. I'm nervous as hell. Oh, shit. This guy that made it a black and white thing. It's already it's already low-key a black and white thing. But Fury sort of, you know, Fury doesn't play that. You know, Fury is a guy that, I got respect for, I like, and he didn't want to play that question was uh, raised at the, at the press conference about something. He, he put his two cents in and said, this ain't a black and white thing whatsoever. It's about men being men. And I felt him, but the song selection of Deontay Wilder, it made it a black and white thing. And I'm like, Oh shit. Putting a lot of pressure on this stuff. Then his outfit, it ain't really the best. He's got the red eyes. He's got the Mortal Kombat look, which he always comes out with, but he's got the cheap red laser eyes. And for some reason, his outfit is it sort of has clear spots in it, so it looks sort of lingerie-ish, like he might have a little lingerie on. I'm not feeling it, but I'm feeling the song, and I'm feeling the walk. They did the Black Power symbol at one point. I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it 100%. But the more I'm feeling the song, the more nervous I get. So we get into the fight. And that's where I'm going to leave it for now. We're going to discuss the fight, of course. We got a few of, of the fam on. But before we get to the fam, got to take it to the co-host of the show. You know, like I said, RC, who knows where the hell RC is. He was posting about white women at 4 a.m. Pacific time on Twitter. That's the last we've heard of him. That could either be... Either he had an excellent time last night or, you know, he might have had that OJ glove on last night. Who knows? But hopefully we hear from RC. Hopefully we get Simon here. But before we do that, we got to take it to one of my main guys, the host of the Relatively Fat and Black podcast out there in Inglewood, California. A guy that said there was no way in hell Tyson Fury was winning. That when, when you get your ass knocked down two times in a fight, that you know, that you know, that you know you can't win. Guy that had all his marbles on the Wilder train. And then after the fight, just like that, he switched on Wilder. I don't know what the saying is, but he switched up, switched on, on Wilder like the, the light got turned on. So let's take it to my man. Like I said, the host of the Relatively Fat and Black podcast, Heavy Handed J, a.k.a. J.P. JP, what's popping, man? Ain't nothing, man. Uh, you know, Black History Month's coming to an end and a somber end at that. I tell you what, Black America got a punch to the gut last night. Now, look, we get used to winning a lot. Get used to winning, especially athletically. 
you know, win a lot of shit. But um, I, I don't remember one like this. It's probably Joe Calzaghe whipped up Roy Jones and Bernard Hopkins because, uh, you know, Mayweather, he never he never let let it happen. You know what I mean? We always, at least I thought in the pit of my stomach, one night we'll see Mayweather finally take that fall. It never happens. Uh, as far as Deontay goes, man, look, he 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 raised the stakes himself with with the with his ring walk, with the song, with all that stuff. Now the rapper, he's the rapper that won. Uh, it was some kind of rap show here recently with uh, damn, I, I think it was Ti or somebody. It was and that guy from exactly where I'm from. He's from Inglewood. Um, he won the show, so that that dude um, is who that is. But, uh, you know, as for me, I was in the same dilemma as you were, like, damn, I don't want to buy this fight. It's $80. So where do I go? So I, I, I get on Google. I look at some uh, local theaters that's playing the fight. And so there's one South Bay Galleria near my home here in Los Angeles. Uh, went over there, 22 bucks per seat. So, you know, kids, my kids are, are with their grandmother. So what better way to, you know, take in a fight than to um, invite wifey out to do some stuff I usually do with the buddies or something like that. So me and wifey, we, we, we get slightly dressed, and we go head down to the movies. Now, this is the dine-in movies with the, the seats that lay all the way back with the recliner shits and, you know, the sofa chairs and all that with all the food going. Um, this This particular area is a very... Um, you know, a mixed area, more so you say white or something like that, this area, this movie theater's in. So getting there, um, very mixed crowd, very mixed crowd. A lot of people excited, man, very excited. Good fight energy in the room. Everybody just waiting for the fight to happen. Uh, Fury, he he makes his uh, entrance. And, um, you know, yeah, whatever, whatever. I wasn't. I was like, let's hurry up and get this thing over with. It's kind of boring. Uh, now Deontay's ring walk, you know, man, it was to me. It was probably one of the coolest I've ever seen. You know, now I'm not too um, familiar with Mortal Kombat and characters or anything like that. I'm. I was for me not being familiar with Mortal Kombat. I'm thinking like, damn, that's like one of them old Power Rangers monsters. The Power Rangers used to fight or some shit like that. And the glowing eyes, I mean, it was iconic, man. And it was it all felt like it was gonna lead up to this to this climactic moment. The birth of an American star is what I thought it was all leading up to. Uh, it was Black History Month. It's King of Wakanda, Deontay Wilder, quote unquote, right? We got all the stuff going, man. The room he comes out, this beautiful garb, whatever it be just was amazing, amazing, amazing. And then the fight started. Um, now, the fight didn't start so bad, or you know, but uh, at the end of the day, man, and I, I'll, I'll wait to start breaking it down. I'll let you do what we got to do. But that's how it all started for me, man. Um, took it in at a theater, me and the wife. Um, so for her, it was a first. And uh, it's always interesting to get a super casual perspective of a fight. But um, well, let me know when we want to break it down, man, and I'll, I'll just leave it there. Okay, yeah, definitely, man. Appreciate that. Yeah, me too. My uh, the wife was in the building. She uh, 
she came in a little later on. She said she wanted to check out. She even said she had a dream that Deontay Wilder won the fight because me and her, we watched the first fight together. So she was sort of familiar with these guys. She doesn't really I think me and her might have went to a couple of fights, but she doesn't really check out the fights too much. She knows I'm into it. But, her, you know, she she, she uh, drove her ass over to my old man's house. Um, and, uh, yeah, she watched the fight with me too, man. So it looks like we both had a good little date night, a little thing that built up us a couple of points, you know. All you guys that are single guys or guys in a new relationship, you know, you got to build up some points. And yesterday was a good night for points. And I see me and uh, JP were on the same same vibe on that, man. But uh, let's go ahead. Uh, let's go ahead and take it uh, to my man, Juan Carlos. We see you, D. We're going to you next, man. But uh, let's take it to my man, Juan Carlos, uh, just to see, just to get his feel on the buildup of the fight, how he had the fight picked. And we don't really want Carlos. Let's not really break it down quite yet. But give us the build up all the way into the fight. What's been going on with you, man? How's it going, dog? Hey, what's going on, man? This build up to this fight, it was pretty good. There's a lot of people talking about it, and I saw a lot more people than usual, especially with this fight. So I think they did a pretty good job with the marketing, and especially because it was with ESPN, it was all over everywhere, and they had a lot of people chiming in on it. So I thought when we were gonna uh, before the fight started, I was like, "Well, Tyson Fury's just gonna beat him, and he's gonna be more careful this uh, this fight." So I was pretty sure Tyson Fury was gonna put it away evenly, you know, just easier than he did the first time, and just not get caught and fight more on the outside. And then my whole tune changed when uh, the weigh-in came and the press conference came in. So in the press conference. Uh, Tyson Fury seemed kind of shook because he was there and he had glasses on, right? So it seemed to me that he was kind of shook that he didn't want to look Deontay Wilder in the eye. I was like, that's strange, you know what I'm saying? Like, he didn't want to look that man in the eye. And it seemed like he was, uh, psychologically to me, it seemed like kind of, kind of different, kind of off. I was like, something's kind of off with Fury. He doesn't seem like that. And then when the weigh-in came, uh, Tyson Fury came in super heavy. And I, was, I said, wow, that's strange, because we've heard this so many times from other fighters that always say, like, hey, uh, I'm going to go in there and I'm going to do this. But it's just like they're trying to get a psychological edge or something, but they don't really want to do that, right? They're trying to say this is the game plan, but at the end of the day, they want to do what they want to do to win, what they think will win. So when he was talking all about, oh, he's going to knock him out, he's going to knock him out, he's going to knock him out, that just seems strange to me because we we saw with oh was it Waleen the guy he fought before the fight before where where he was in trouble and it didn't look like he had that knockout power to to knock out someone like Deontay Wilder without getting caught. So at that point, once I seen the weight, I seen the weight, I switched my pick from Fury back to Wilder, and then. <laughs> So after I switched my pick, I was pretty confident. I was like, hey, this seems like it's going to go. And aside from that, the the fight went like the fight went. But, yeah, it it was pretty uh, surprising. And with those two things, with kind of like the psychology behind the stare down, and then they were pushing each other. So he seemed like, to me, like he was scared. But he totally surprised me on fight night. 
So, yeah, the the buildup was good. I liked it, and it just it, – I was just confused. I was very confused because I thought Fury was one way. The the weight was a big, important thing, and I thought uh, Deontay Wilder was going to be in there because he put more weight on. He was going to be in there hitting harder. So that didn't really work out for him. But yeah, that, that's my breakdown of the buildup beforehand. So did you get uh, – I, I, I know you got the – you got the hit Hey Wilder's uh, uh, and his entrance music and his uh, his, uh, his choice of entrance music. Did you get you get a feel of that black versus white type of deal or deal or never really even cross your mind? It's, uh, you know, song talking about, talking about, talking about Moses, Black Lives Matter, all black everything. Oh, yeah, I didn't get that feeling at all. Uh, the dude, the oh, rapper, uh, D-Smoke, uh, D he was the one. I watched that, that thing on Netflix, the reality like contest where they tried to make a rap. It was, it was like Cardi B, T.I., Chance the Rapper, and they took up-and-coming rappers from different places, and then they put them in a contest and stuff, and he ended up winning. So, like, I knew who the guy was, and I rapped in Spanish and shit like that. So I thought he was just, being pro-black, and I don't, I don't really think being pro-black means you're, like, making anything against another race or anything. So the one I – I just thought it was like, hey, it's Black History Month, and he's, you know, proud to be black. And that's cool, you know. No, I got you. We, yeah, I'm not saying he was – yeah, yeah, I wasn't saying that he was, you know, that he was against. I just – you know, he was just putting – I just felt he was putting a lot on his shoulders. By making by making everything about that black man, but uh, yeah, I appreciate it, uh, Juan Carlos. We're gonna get to you. Uh, we're gonna get back to you, man. I'm I ain't gonna mute you or nothing, but we're gonna take it to take it to this boy, guy we ain't heard from in a while, my man D from the A four three, old school partner out there. D man, how did we ain't really breaking down the fight quite yet? We gonna get right to it after we talk to you, man. But how did how you been doing? First of all, second of all, how did you? Who did you have going? To, well, I know you had Wilder going to this fight for sure. But how how did you think the build up went? And give us your breakdown on everything leading up to the fight. What's up, D? All right, yeah, man. What's up, man? Uh, Sounding sad, D. Yeah, this one hit kind of home, man. Uh, <laughs> that shit hurt, boy. That shit hurt, uh, Willa. You know. Uh, I don't know. I don't. I don't know what the hell happened, man. Uh, with the build-up, as far as uh, you know, what stood out to me and, and uh, the, me and Simon was talking about it—the shove, the shove. A lot of people didn't put a lot into it, but I kind of, you know, that shove, man. Uh, Wilder hardly budged him. So right off top, I said. Uh, He's going to maul him. He's going to maul him and uh, be all over him in this fight. He has to be prepared for that. And uh, just, you know, it is what the hell it is, I guess. Uh, Then, you know, I don't know, man. I'm still lost for words with this shit, man. (laughs) Hey, I know D. That shit hurt, man. That shit hurt, dog. Cause I've been following yeah, this guy, man, ten ten years, man. Oh, uh, yeah. 
it's just a loss though, man. You know, it ain't it ain't over. You know, the way he got smacked around was pretty bad, man. But yeah, I like you, I don't know, dude. I, I don't know, well, God, man. No, I got everybody you, got your number. Everybody got somebody's number, right? And so maybe Fury just what I seen. Yeah, uh, you know, and that's not what I wanted, but it's the way the cookie crumbles, man. Uh, shit don't go as how you want it to go in sports. So, but this one uh, kind of hit different than any anything else I've ever watched, including any kind of any sport, sports in general. This one kind of hit hit home a little different. And uh, almost felt like I know the damn man. I ain't never talked to the man a day in my life. I was at a bar, and there might have been three or four uh, Fury people in there saying Fury's going to win this fight. About 100 or so people at this bar I went to. And uh, I normally, you know you know me, I'll get drunk. I'll get drunk, man. A big fight night, I, I'll, get, I'll get lit. I didn't get lit last night. I wanted to be clear-headed to see this, you know, victory that I thought Wilder was going to get. When I tell you everybody in that motherfucking place was like, what the fuck did we just watch? What you did know? we just watch? That's, that's how I feel, man. I feel you, man. I never, I ain't felt this bad since, uh, and, and the thing is, D, I had a feeling, mm. I Deep down inside, I knew it was coming, D. And that's and that's what even hurts me even more, probably, that I knew it was coming, and it did, you know. So I was telling my friends that was like, you know, Wilder, Wilder's about to knock his ass out. I'm like, man, you never know, guys. And they're like, man, you crazy. Wilder's going to, you know, my old man, he like, Wilder going to whoop him. I'm like, I don't know, man. Mm. And then it was just happening. Oh. It was, you know, mouth was watery. Two days. Up in my throat. It was pretty bad, man. Two days, yeah, two days before the fight, because me, me and Son talking a regular, I said, dude, <laughs> I'm concerned. I don't know what it is, you know, because I just had this feeling like this shit, something ain't right maybe or something. I don't know, man. It was weird. It was weird. I still was saying Wilder was going to win, but then there's a little spot in the back of my damn mind saying, this shit might not go like the way you think it might go. You know? Yeah. But I did tell son, man, I'm a little concerned about this shit. You know? Then during, during uh, before the fight, also, not too many people brought this up. And then, dude, I ain't discrediting Fury. He won the fucking fight and all that shit. But there was a part during that fight, before that fight happened, if you remember, if any of y'all seen it, they were in the locker room. And uh, somebody from Fury's camp put a towel over the camera. Anybody see any of that? Yeah, no, I saw it. Like they, yeah. they blocked, uh, yeah, they I blocked that. Uh, yeah, they unplugged it. Yeah, they, yeah, they unplugged it. Yeah, no, definitely. No, I thought I that was kind of weird. Ain't nobody ever did nothing like that before. Yeah. You see, I yeah. hope it's a legit. Win, you know, I hope it's a legit win and nothing surfaces, you know. Dude, Wilder didn't look nothing like, I'm talking from round, you know. If you want to be generous, you can give him round one, but he just didn't seem like himself in this fight. 
from yeah, the start. No, to but yeah. Well, yeah, man. So let's we're gonna go ahead and get into the fight, man. I see. Uh, before we do that, we got you know I put in the back call. Got my man Sam on here. So before we get into that, man, I wanted to just hear Sam's feel on the build up to the fight. You know, like I said before, me, RC, Simon, JP, we picked Wilder by KO. You know, but I I stated that I had some concerns. I think um, Sam sort of stated that he had some concerns, but he was rolling with Wilder. But I want to um, just hear about his his, his uh, thoughts. We've been talking about the build up to the fight, and um, you know, from the days we missed from the weigh in to the ring walk. You know, I felt that the song that Deontay Wilder came out to sign, put a little more extra pressure on him. Um, and it made me more nervous and nervous than I was before, man. So yeah, what's going on, Simon, man? Uh, we ain't breaking down the fight quite yet. We're going to get right into it after, after you, uh, after you break down the build up, everything up to round one. What's been going on, Simon? Yeah. What's up? What's up, man? Um, yeah, you know, uh, I wouldn't say I had concerns, you know, uh, because I don't consider myself like a Deontay Wilder fan, you know. So I'm not going to be concerned if I wasn't – I'm not a, technically a fan of him. I respect him. You know, I think he's good for boxing because he's a fighter that, you know, you know, is willing to fight. He he doesn't – you know, he takes his his career into his own hands. He doesn't say, I'm my own, I'm my own promoter, but then turns around and says, oh, but you got to call Al or you got to call this person or this and that. So, you know, Wilder is going to move the way he wants to move. So I respect that. And he's, he's willing to make big fights. So, um, so there really wasn't no concerns. It was just more like, you know, I was picking him based off the fact that like there was a lot of rumors floating around and all that. And, you know, I just felt like, uh, and some of them, there was truth to it. And uh, I just looked at it like, well, there isn't anything really floating around about Wilder. And, you know, you got to come at, you know, your best or close to your best to beat him. So I was like, based off that, I, I you know, I, I picked Wilder. But, you know, uh, I, but I just felt like if these are all rumors or if, you know, if Fury, you know, comes in, uh, you know, pretty good, pretty healthy, uh, then – uh, you know, he's it's going to be a hard fight again, a fight where, you know, Fury is either going to be outboxing him again or if he's able to get inside like he was claiming he was going to do and come forward, then that was going to be a hard fight for Wilder too because Wilder had never proven he could fight on the inside or anything like that. Everything, you know, number one, he knocks everybody out with his right hand. He doesn't knock people out with body shots or left hooks or anything like that, and he needs that full extension on that right hand. But if a guy is in your chest weighing 30 pounds heavier than you and pushing you around, you're, it's going to be hard for you to get that right hand in. So that's really what it was. But uh, as far as the buildup, you know, it was a great buildup. I mean, it was good to see, like, these crossover-type, you know, shows, you know, like seeing, like, Max Kellerman over on Fox and Sean Porter over at ESPN and, you know, and this and that and them guys working together and just and seeing how big – because, you know, you know, it's like the fight gets made and you know it's, oh, it's Fox ESPN collaborating. But then when you start seeing it with your, you know, with your own two eyes, you're like, man, this is big. And it makes you just wonder why these fighters don't want that. Like, 
So you're you're okay with just moving on with your career doing these small time shows when you could be the big show. Uh, I don't get that, but that's a discussion for another time. But yeah, man, uh, you know, huge buildup, great for boxing. Um, people that usually don't hit me up about boxing were hitting me up talking about, hey, where, uh, who you got, where's the, where's it gonna be, where's it gonna be at, you know, this and that. So you know, that always tells me how big the fight is because on most nights, on most weekends, when it's regular shows, you get those type of calls or texts or whatever. So yeah, it was good build up. I mean, uh. Um, you know, the, the night of the fight, uh, you know, uh, just seeing Fury, Fury looked really loose in the locker room. I remember when, uh, the Gordon Ram- Ramsey, uh, guy was in the locker room with him, you know, it's, you know, you, it's always hard to say how genuine somebody is, you know, but he looked when he, when he was telling Gordon Ramsey, he was like, I'm ready for war. I was like, wow. Like he looked serious. Like he meant like, it looked, I was like, okay, Fury, you know? You know, and I was still, but I was still like, hey, maybe, maybe this is all, you know, for show or whatever, maybe because, you know, these reports about his legs and all that, I was like, hey, maybe once he gets in there, he's going to look immobile and this and that, and then he'll be a sitting duck for Wilder, but, you know, with Wilder, you know, he also looked loose too, but, uh, you know, Willa mentioned, (laughs) which was funny, Willa, you you mentioned how you thought you didn't like the way uh, Wilder was acting at the weigh-in, which was funny, but, um, uh, yeah, then the entrance come in, you know, Fury out, and then uh, comes out, and then, you know, Wilder comes out with his thing. He put on a great entrance, you know. Uh, hey, you know, um, very symbolic, you know, I guess, you know, of the month, Black History Month and this and that. Uh, uh, I was like, wow, okay. Kind of reminded me of, uh, it's funny because Wilder's the heavyweight, cha- well, was the heavyweight champion in the world, but it reminded me of when KSI came out. You know, I was like, okay, he, he pulled out all the stops. Okay, we'll see. Uh, when KSF, KSI fought Logan Paul, then, um, you know, they did all the, you know, anthems and everything, and then it was time to go. And uh, one thing that stood out to me was when the when uh, it seemed like Fury was looking right through Wilder. You know, when they were in the middle of the ring, about to touch gloves? It just seemed like Fury just was really look, looking through him like, I'm about to destroy this little guy. And then the fight started, and that's what he did. Yep, that's exactly what he did. So let's get into it, man. And like you said, um, you know, they did do the uh, the, um, the anthems. And that guy, Devin McGraw, man, I, I know JP took a shot at him on our on our infamous group chat, but, uh, you know, I love that guy, man. He's got some jams. He can sing. You know, he ain't the best singer, but he's got that good style. I, I felt that, man. So he did a good job. And then uh, the, nobody wanted to hear that guy save the queen nonsense. But, yeah, man, let's get to the fight. Now, like I said, on the show Wednesday, it was 4-0 for Wilder. And Wilder got into their first round. You know, it looked like he was going to work the jab. He looked a little flat, but I thought maybe that was because of, you know, the 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 extra pound that she put on. Everybody's talking about the extra weight that Fury put on, but Wilder put on some extra weight also. I think he came in at, what, 131? I mean, two, uh, 231 or something like that. Last time he was at 212. So he put on a significant amount of weight also. Uh, 
Hey, 313, we see you, man. We'll be coming to you for sure. We'll be coming to you for sure. So, but, uh, you know, getting to the fight, you know, Wilder looked all right the first round. He looked all right the first round, but I think he got caught by a, a hard jab from Fury. Uh, Fury, uh, but hard jab from Fury. So I gave Fury the round, but not too much was going on. Second round, I gave to Wilder. I think Wilder looked good. He was doing jabs to the body, right hands to the body, a couple of right hands over the top. But it was looking a little flimsy. Everything was looking flimsy. And it all came down to the third round where Fury caught up with him, hit him with the jab, and hit him with a sweeping right hand to the back of the head. Illegal shot. Wasn't done on purpose, but to the back of the head, knocking him down. And that was all she wrote for Wilder. Um, before then, before then, he had got hit by a jab, I think, that sort of shook him up. And that might have had him a little day, a, a little, uh, a little dazed, because I, uh, I was live tweeting and I put, you know, Wilder, Wilder looks hurt, you know, before he got knocked down, he looked hurt to me, and I, I didn't think it was looking good, man. Then he got hit over the top of the head, boom, and you know that was pretty much all she wrote. From that point on, he never got his legs under him. He was wobbling around. Blood was coming out his ears. You know, a lot of people were speculating that it was his eardrum that busted. Uh, his corner came back and said that it wasn't. He just had a cut in his ear. But the way that blood was pouring out his ear, it was crazy. Um, his his lip got busted early in the fight, man. It was just it was just a horrible day for Wilder. You know, he he survived a couple of rounds, got knocked down again with a a nice body punch. I think it might have been a left hand to the body uh, by by Fury knocked him down. Uh, he got back up. That was in the fifth round, lasted, you know, the rest of the rounds until the seventh round where, you know, he was getting beat and his his corner only could do one thing and that was throwing the towel. You know, I'm sitting there with, like I said, with wifey and my old man and they're both saying, you know, they've got to, this has got to end. In fact, in the going into the sixth round, going into the seventh round, I think I said he might not come out, you know, and I think even the, commentators were saying that he might not come out, but then you heard him, you heard the corner giving instructions, you know, jab, jab, back him up with the right, jab, jab, back him up with the right. That wasn't working, you know. Maybe Fury made the right call, you know, going into crunk gym, changing up his his style was, it, you know, it wasn't like he changed it up a lot, but he was coming forward the whole time. He was doing a lot of movement. It was still herky and jerky, but he was coming forward, you know, he said that he was way too coming in at 270, and he was going to knock Wilder out. People didn't believe him. I didn't want to believe him. Deep down inside, I did believe him, and that's exactly what happened, man. So Wilder got the towel thrown in. He didn't go, you know, he didn't get knocked out. You know, he didn't get slept. Yeah, he got dropped one time. Like I said, the first punch was a sweeping shot that hit him in the, in the back of the uh, the back of the head. That was the illegal punch, but. You know, it wasn't, you know, it is what it is. And he never, he never regained anything, man. Wilder, he looked bad in there. And, and this is what he had to say in his post-fight interview. Thank you very much, Joe. Deontay, you're a warrior. You proved that tonight. You did not want your corner to stop it. First off, how are you? I'm doing good, you know. Uh, things like this happen. Um, the best man won tonight, but... My 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 my, trend, my coat my thighs grew in the towel 
And you know, I'm ready to go out on my shield, man. You know what I'm saying? I had a lot of things going on coming into this fight, but it is what it is. You know, my I, I was already, my leg was already re-coming in due to other little things. But, you know, I make no excuses tonight. I just wish that my corner would have let me win out on my shield. I'm a warrior, and that's what I do, you know what I'm saying? But um, he did what he did. There's no excuses, and we come back and be stronger. They did something to protect you, which is their job, which is important. Now, how do you recover from something like what happened tonight? I mean, even the greatest, even the greatest had lost and came back, you know what I'm saying? That's just part of it. And you just have, you, you take it for what it is, you know what I'm saying? I can't make no excuses tonight. Got a lot of complications. And uh, like I said, we come back even stronger the next time around. You know, this is what big time boxing is all about. The best must fight the best. I just appreciate all the fans that came out tonight and support the show. And uh, I hope everybody goes back home and get back home safely. Man, now it's funny. Simon on Wednesday told us that it was Fury that had the messed up legs. And after the L, Wilder's talking about his legs is messed up, making sort of like, you know, he gives the same old, you know, everybody does it. I'm not making excuses, but complications, but, and a lot of people said, you know, Wilder didn't quite look the same. He didn't have that bounce and the step, and it's probably because the the extra 15 pounds, 15 plus pounds that he put on, you know, I'm not giving, I'm not giving Wilder any excuses, you know, only thing I say is he did get hit with the illegal shot, but Tyson Fury says the shot he got, the first shot he got knocked down by uh, in the first fight was behind the head. And it was close. It was a little closer than the one he got hit because uh, Fury just, it was a looping shot, just like he sort of pushed him down. But, you know, it fucked up his ear, and that was all she wrote, man. But let me take it to my man JP. Let him get first crack at breaking down this fight. And then 313, we're going to go to you and see who we got, who we got rocking with us. But, yeah, JP, man. Go ahead and break it down for us. How did you see the fight goes? Uh, Tyson Fury becomes the first heavyweight um, champion to win every single belt. Uh, all, what is that, all five of them, WBC, WBO, IBF, IBO, and WBA. Also, he had the lineal. I don't, you know, I still don't know if he's the lineal champ because he gave that up, but they're giving him the lineal championship. And he got the ring magazine. So he created history with being the first guy to have to have had at one point become champions and all those uh what was that seven or eight things man but uh how did you see the fight going Tyson Fury gets the TKO victory over Deontay Wilder for that WBC heavyweight championship title well so many things man um all indications leading into the fight as you know for me said that Tyson Fury was terrified um, you know, to me, my psychology said, you don't get dropped really hard by a guy twice and feel like you want to fight. Tyson Fury made all the changes after the fight and looked bad versus subpar competition, Otto Wallin and uh, Tom Schwartz, um, you know, guys we never heard of, and looked regular against those dudes. Got his eye cut up and had to dig deep and get into an in-fight with with a guy just to get out of there. Um, he went on and wrestled. He changed trainers. He, he, he changed how he wanted to go about with his weight. And, and the way wrestling one came in handy. Yeah, definitely did. Full of and, and, So to me, all the things, 
were indicating that we had a guy that was terrified. And then we go into him wearing his glasses, wearing glasses in the in the, the face off, and then the Friday press conference, the Friday face off, um, being called off. And then Fury in his comments saying, you know, I'm I'm pretty relieved that it's being called off. You know what I mean? In a in a lot of words. So. All those things led for me to believe we had a, a guy who'd been hit harder than he ever been hit in his life, and it was really fucking with him in his head. And so we get into the first round. Um, Wilder's coming out doing things I really haven't seen him do since maybe Severn, jabbing, stab to the body, something we've seen uh, Wilder be able to do pretty, pretty occasionally in the first and second round and do it pretty well. I'm like, okay, God, we, we got something going here. Wilder's actually winning rounds. I had it to me easily 2-0 because Wilder had landed a right hand and was uh in the jabs, jabbing with him. So, you know, it was easily a 2-0 fight for Wilder. Then the third round came. Now, this is to me where we have to talk about weight and body type, most importantly. Deontay Wilder, man, you know, and, and here's where – I was one of the last people on to the Deontay Wilder bandwagon. One of the last dudes, man. I probably didn't start really say, you know what, I buy into Deontay to probably maybe Ortiz two, I mean Ortiz one, or what was before Ortiz one? Um, I forget whatever fight it was, but, man, I was the dude for years out there like, this dude is unrefined. He doesn't have any fundamental base. And one day, and this is how it goes for every hard puncher, man, and we got to keep this in mind next time, guys. One thing we got to do as boxing fans is not sip the Kool-Aid so hard. And I think Deontay Wilder is a is a case of us sipping the Kool-Aid. Um, one day when you're a big puncher who's super reliant on especially just one hand punching, one day a really skillful boxer will take that away from you and then you won't be able to do anything and that's what I always I said it myself for years and here I go um sipping the Kool-Aid I'm I'm totally in I'm predicting the fourth round knockout for Wilder um it was looking okay to the second round third round Fury just turns up the heat a bit turns it up a bit uh catches Wilder with a jab that you know really stunned Wilder could tell like wow that was harder than he expected or you know i don't know but the 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 weight issue is wilder is a skinny man a man that probably naturally weighs 210 pounds and that's him eating what he wants halfway you know that's him not on any kind of diet tyson fury is a much bigger man who can handle weight and has one of the rarest combinations of attributes at his disposal, that being boxing skill and the biggest guy. Those things usually don't combine. You usually don't have the biggest guy in the division being the most skillful or having the biggest ring, the highest ring IQ. You know, that those things usually don't match. And Tyson Fury um, in this fight used them both masterfully. He told us what he was going to do. It looked at foggy. It's like, well, we don't know you as that kind of guy. Um, 
you're going to this Sugar Hill fella and crunk him, yada, yada, yada. What's he going to do for you? Um, but Tyson Fury seemed to know about what we're going to term as bodily strength. I'm a big dude. Now, let me tell you, every, this 200-pound this weight limit, it's true. I believe every man at 200 pounds can punch relatively the same. You could be 200 pounds or 260 pounds. Just with a punch, I believe that power is probably the same unless you're doing some different training. But where that gets to be a huge difference in, that guy that weighs 200 pounds cannot move around that guy that weighs 260 pounds. We're not talking about only punch power here in a boxing match. We're talking about bodily mass and bodily force and bodily strength. And my wife, who was a casual consumer, a casual, casual fan, was calling Deontay Wilder ragdoll Wilder at the end of the night because he looked skinny. Tyson was just leaning on him. It's how you do a skinny dude who, who, who you like, okay, I know you're strong. Let me just wear you out. You ever played basketball against a smaller dude who was way faster than you? Maybe you haven't because I'm, I'm a big guy. You post his ass up and let him, let him push up against you for a while. And about after three possessions, he ain't making no jump shots, and he ain't driving nowhere. And so, and that's exactly what Tyson did. Just warm down. Um, Deontay, this is where you have to question what's been going on in that gym, man. We had a sheer belief, an undying belief in Deontay Wilder that just from God, this right hand, this right hand, and then it was like we don't have to do anything else. We don't have to develop anything else. And when that right hand was just simply disarmed, Tyson Fury just able to turn and roll with it, kind of like Canelo was doing Triple G, just roll. If you just take, you could take 15% of the power, 20% off the power off the punch by just turning your head slightly. It doesn't take a lot. And once that's in effect, um, he had nothing else to rely on and definitely had no recovery skills or any way to, you know, turn the fight, still needing that space to get off that long right hand. And it just looked like it was an inevitable end, and it was a beatdown. Um, the stakes were raised. He raised the stakes on himself. It's like we all said on the group chat, man, like, well, shit, he can't lose now. He did this black power suit. Coming out here in this super duper, I, I thought the the outfit he wore was super fly. I'm like, man, this is some iconic history shit. You're gonna see this shit on um in Black History Month history reels, like with the, the Olympic dudes raising a fist, and I'm not, I'm thinking this is legendary shit happening here. And then he came out, and uh, like I said, man, probably as black fight fans, we get to win a lot. We get to win a lot, but um. Tonight, last night, um, Deontay Wilder definitely came up short, let a lot of black fight fans down. Um, myself, I wasn't so, you know, I'm not affected or I'm not so sad. I'm like, you know, hey, uh, the lesson I know to be true, the what I know to be true is that boxers, um, usually against a power puncher, prevail. They're able to pull it off. We see it in Mayweather's entire career disarming more harder hitters than him. And we should have known that. And so, to me, Deontay Wilder is like, and let me tell y'all something. Y'all like, JP turns coat. I'm a turn coat. I turn coat on your ass quickly. Look, I owe Deontay Wilder nothing. 
I owe you guys nothing, and I don't give a damn. And I'm halfway through with Wilder because, you know, easily, I, I need something out of you, man. I'm that kind of guy. Like, even when, like, like me, but like, let's go to Floyd just real quickly. It's like Floyd would fight, too. You know, uh, it ain't all pretty shit. It's like I'll get in here and tie y'all ass up, and I'll, 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 I'll do what Fury did to you because that's what he did to Maidana in the second fight. He furied him. And so I like that kind of grit. Andre Ward, kind of grit. You know what I mean? I love grit. So, um, and Deontay Wilder, even though he's willing to go out on the sword and looking like Bambi, Bambi with those little spaghetti legs of his, um, you know, just didn't have any any anything else left in the in the toolbox, man. And it was a uh, it was a good old beatdown. And a uh, shout out to Tyson Fury. And that's my that's what I got to say about it. Man. Yeah, turn coat, coat JP. That's exactly what he did. Now he ain't even fucking with with uh, Wilder no more. That's what's that's what's wrong with boxing, man. One loss and people turning on you. They don't even want to fuck with you no more, man. But before we get to uh, to three one three, we come to. I don't know him nothing. Yeah, see, that's how you know. That's how you know you were a real fan because you got upset. Now you don't owe anybody nothing. That's emotions coming out, man. But it's all good. It's just either here or there, man. Yeah. Yeah, that, that he don't owe me nothing, man. Let's hear what uh, Tyson, uh, what Tyson Fury had to say after after the fight. I just Hopefully want to say big shout out to Deontay Wilder. You know, he came here tonight. He manned up. He really did show heart of a champion. I hit him with a clean right hand and dropped him, and he got back up and battled on into round seven. He is a warrior. He will be back. He will be a champion again. But I will say, the king has returned. To the top of the throne. In the ball, I said, I'd sing a song tonight, didn't I? Yeah, we don't want to hear that shit. They cut out, they cut out his shots at uh, Deontay Wilder's uh, Black Jesus and Black Magic. He said that, you know, he wants to give his love to, to Jesus Christ through all things. He said a few things like that. And that was a shot at uh, Deontay Wilder's Black Magic theme that he came to. And like I said on Twitter, Deontay Wilder let Black Jesus and Black Moses down last night. But let's take it to three one three. Then we're gonna hit that boy Juan Carlos and go to D and go to Sam, man. But uh, we got a caller. Three one three's been on the hold for a second, man. Three one three, man. Who is this? Where are you from? And how did you see the fight last night? Yeah, this this is old calling from uh, VA right now. Uh, you know, I, I want to, you know, just like I said, give it up to Tyson Fury. You know what I'm saying? I really didn't think he, uh, you know, could knock out Wilder like that. Well, not, I won't say knock him out. He didn't knock him out, but I didn't think he could hurt him the way he did so many times. Uh, he didn't look good against Otto Wilder. He, he hit Otto, Otto Wilder on the chin, you know, multiple times. Then the stunner didn't hurt him. Um, you know, he did, you know, he just looked flat. You know what I'm saying? His last victory, uh, Deontay Wilder had him down in their last fight twice. Uh, but like I said, I, I you know, I give it up to Tyson Fury. He fought a good fight, um, pressed to action, used a consistent jab, uh, even, you know, countered off the, uh, countered off him, making him hit and miss, countered off of it. So, you know what I'm saying? He, he played a, he, he really fought a, uh, a good fight. Um, you know, like I said, hopefully they can make the Fury versus um, the Fury versus uh, Joshua fight next, um, and see see who will be the unified champion, uh, undisputed. 
uh, for, for for Wilder, I think that you know these are things that you know have been said for years about him. Um, you know he's been bailed out by power. You know he's getting outboxed. You know by Luis Ortiz twice and outboxed by um, what was it the dude that found his undercard Washington Gerald Washington. So yeah, I mean Washington, you know yep. this fight. Yeah, so it's like I think that you know then they should have. You know, worked on his, you know, working on his fundamentals. You know what I mean? Uh, to me, like I said, his in the in the last fight, his his fundamentals didn't look that bad. You know what I'm saying? It, it, he he really was taking his time. He was using the snappy left jab, left hook. But like I said, against like I said, against a bigger man, uh, this rangier, this pressing you, um, it kind it kind of showed because he started going back to. You know his natural, you know that natural wildness, and it kind of has showed. You know what I'm saying? He, I don't even think really that his team prepared for um, fear to even come forward. Honestly, like I don't think they had a plan B where you know this dude's going to come forward and press you, and you know look to take away the right hand. You know, like I said, if you look at Ben Davidson, Ben Davidson said that he, you know, with the right hand, that's what we're looking for. We look to take away the right hand or at least roll with it or take some of the steam off of it. And that's exactly what he executed with Sugar Hill in them. So it's like when you're getting pressed by a dude that's, you know, like you said, uh, two inches taller and, you know, three and three inches of reach on you. I don't really think the weight played no difference. You know what I'm saying? I'm 6'7 seven myself, and, you know, I can't, you know, I box myself, you know, all that type of stuff. So to me, the, the weight, when you, you know, the weight to me didn't play a, a big difference as far as on his end. You know, now that played a difference as far as him getting turned and leaned on, but as far as like making his body feel anywhere or his stamina, I don't, I don't think it played a part. Because, like I said, when you're when you that tall, you can you can put more weight on your frame, you know, than somebody that's maybe shorter. So I don't think it played a part, but it's just like it just showed all his fundamental errors. You know, what I mean, the man, you know, even like people were saying about his jab, he he has a good jab, but. He doesn't have have an educated jab. Like he like he couldn't even really jab with Fury in a way like like okay like when he would start with a jab and then Fury would jab with him when he would he would pull back hands down and then he try to jab but you too off balance and then he then he was jabbing on his tippy toes he was bringing his feet together he was he went to the right he didn't even go to the left really I mean like you you can see that. He wanted to do things like he wanted to counter over the over his jab with a pull, you know, right hand, but he couldn't do it. Fundamentals, his mechanics was bad. He wanted to slide and throw a counter right hand. Mechanics was bad. Um, it's a lot of things he wanted to do, but like mechanically, he hasn't been working on that. He he can only come forward and punch and, and you know and come forward, you know. So so it just like I said to me, it need to be a get back in the gym. To me, I think he needs to get rid of Mark Breland and um, what's his name, JDs. Um, to me, JDs is a yes man, and Mark and Mark Breland ain't really, you know, Mark Breland. I think is been trying to tell him about his fundamentals, but I think he needs to get in there with a stronger personality. You know, Mark Breland is a laid back type of guy. I think somebody that's like a Floyd Mayweather senior, somebody that has a stronger personality. He's humble right now. I think he'll listen to him. You know what I mean? You know, he, he, he only had one way to deliver the right hand. He didn't even throw a lead right. He didn't even throw, like, lead right. You know, and then even, like, when in the first round where he tried to throw the right to the body, he was off balance. I mean, he was just – his footwork was so atrocious, and it's, and then he was trying to slip punches. 
mean, I mean, it just it was everything. I mean, his head movement was bogus. You know, so he just need to go back. I, I'm not gonna give up on him. You know, I'm still a Wilder fan. Uh, I do believe that, you know, you don't become world champion and give top ten defenses on accident. You know, you have to have talent. You have to have skill. But he needs to go back and really work on his fundamentals. That means, you know, taking this year off. To me, he's not an old 34. He's only been fighting since he's 20. He's not a beat-up 34. He ain't took a lot of beatings, a lot of punishment. So I think he can come back and tighten up on his fundamentals. You know what I'm saying? I just think that having never been in with a dude of that caliber, it, it just show all his weaknesses. You know, it show all his weaknesses and – he he you know he ain't he ain't he wasn't used to that you know what I mean so like I said it, it's it's gonna test his heart to see how he comes but I don't think Deontay Waters a quitter I don't think he's gonna go in the, in the corner and cry then he will hopefully this humbles him and he goes back and tighten up on his fundamentals so that's all I want to say I appreciate that Zoe and, and one real quick question do you think that he let down us as black people I, well I'm it, it sounds like you're black I, I'm not sure if you are black if you're not man my my apologies, but him coming out to the uh-huh. black Jesus, black Moses, black power, all black everything. Um, I was feeling that. Did that sting you a I little? Was feeling I know. That. I felt it too. I felt it definitely. I felt it, but it made me a little more nervous. Mm-hmm. And the way he lost, it made me feel like he let he let us all down, sort of similar to Gary Russell did against Lomachenko, but even to another step higher, I believe. Well, I mean, I feel like you know. You know, like to me, Tyson Fury came out to his his cultural stuff. He came out as a, a gypsy traveler. He came out to his ethnic culture and his ethnic songs, and you know, he came out to his ethnic stuff too. You know what I mean? I did it. Did it let me? Did it let me down? I, I you know, I would say it would have been big. You know, I mean, because like I so said, he did put it on. You know, for Black History Month for my people. And you know what I'm saying? So it was like, did it let me down? Not really, because every man loses. You know, I was feeling the, you know, the, the black excellence, you know, the, the black, uh, the Black History Month theme, the Black Power theme. I was feeling it. You know, I liked the the little song, the rap, the dude, the verse he spit, the message of it. Um, you know, I, you know, I liked the little outfit he had on. You know, with the stuff. That, no, it didn't let me down. I was mad. You know, I was cussing like, dang, you know what I'm saying? But it didn't let me down because, like I said, to me, it was. It was te- it was something that I knew was going to eventually catch up to him. You know, I knew I knew this. I knew eventually a person would take away the right hand or be able to take his right hand. So I knew it was coming. I was just I didn't I didn't think it would come against Fury. You know, what I'm saying? I didn't think that. You know, what I'm saying? so no, they didn't let me down, man. Because people hate and talking about all oh, Fury, you know, Wilder on the race card and hockey and you know this that, and the third and blah, did, blah, blah, blah blah blah. But I'm like, man. But I mean, to me, like it's black his like to me. Okay, when when he coming out to the Gypsy King, you know, so that now that's that man culture, right? That's you know, I, he the Irish Irish traveler, and he came out, you know, King of the Gypsies, and his that's his thing, right? So I mean, my thing is like to is you pulling your ethnic car and your ethnic background, you know what I mean? So I mean, you know, to me, it's, it's good for the gander, you know what I mean? Why our stuff got to be. You know racism when we celebrate us, you know. So I don't know. I wouldn't let down though, but you know, you know, I tell all power to both. You know what I'm saying? No, I feel you, man. Definitely, man. I, I we appreciate you calling in, though. Hopefully, calling a little more, man. You can hang on for sure. Um, and so, but we're gonna get get down the line, man. We got a whole bunch of people on and a whole bunch of 
talking to, uh, to talk about, man. But we appreciate you calling uh, Zoe out there from VA, I believe, man. But uh, let's go ahead and take it to my man, Juan Carlos. Juan Carlos, man, go ahead and break down what you saw in the fight. And, uh, you know, yeah, just give us a little breakdown, my man. All right. Uh, yeah. So, so the fight started just from the beginning. It started. It started crazy because Fury came back. He was on the front foot, and uh, he meant business, right? And uh, he was going forward. He he looked like a different fighter. It, it was very surprising. And when I was watching, I was wondering how long that would last, and how it would work when Wilder would hit him with an inevitable right hand. And I think it was like the first round or the second round, he hit him with a, he hit Fury with a big shot, and it didn't seem to phase Fury like at all. And once that happened, it, it seemed like it was going to be a long night. It's going to be a long night for uh, for Deontay Wilder. But Deontay Wilder didn't show us anything different than we didn't know. Because like all these things that everyone's saying about Deontay Wilder, everybody knew it. Everybody knew it, and everybody saw. And, like, there was flaws in his game. It looked really bad. His windmill day, you know, he wasn't windmill, but everybody, he was like kind of like a joke with some boxing people because of how bad it always was. But it always came around in the end. And after the first fight they had, uh, we saw that he, out, he got outboxed for the entire fight pretty much. But that right hand uh, helped him uh, keep that, earn that draw, even though I think it, it was uh, unfair that Fury should have won that. But yeah, uh, Deontay Wilder, he came out, and what he said after the fight about his legs, uh, I kind of believe it because I think a couple other people here said already that uh, he didn't look like the normal Deontay Wilder that we saw. So one thing that I might uh, change is hopefully when we start talking about when the next fight is, if they're going to fight right away or if Fury's going to fight Joshua. But uh, I, think, I think he would want a trilogy fight, just depending on just seeing, uh, seeing on how uh, maybe his legs weren't there, so he had some kind of injury. So he in his mind might think that that can be a different fight. And I think if he legit was ha- carrying some injury, it would be a better fight and it would be different outcome. Uh, it would definitely go differently. It wouldn't be complete total domination. So also in that fight, what it seemed like to me, it seemed like uh, what you guys were talking about, like plan A, plan B, and different things like that. It seemed like somebody, there was two guys in there boxing. There's one guy that had been boxing for his whole entire life and one guy who picked up the sport late. So when you notice, uh, I noticed a lot when Tyson Fury was uh, wrapping him up, he was jabbing, grabbing, and then he would tie him up, take a long time to break. He wouldn't listen to the ref, which he ended up taking a point because he was executing his game plan, just leaning on him with that 270-pound frame. And what Tyson Fury was doing a lot of is he was hitting him a lot when he was clinching them. So if you saw, he was hitting him with big body shots while they were in the clinch. And it seemed like Wilder didn't really know how to react to that because it just seemed like he didn't have that experience to draw on of being in different types of fights because he always relied on his one big punch. And to this point, uh, it's worked. So if it's not broke, don't fix it. So this fight we saw one guy who knew how to do something different than what he normally does, 
which was Tyson Fury. And we saw another guy, Deontay Wilder, who just went on, didn't change anything, and tried to rely on his own, uh, his own his skills that he had, which, is, which are very limited, and it's a big power punch. So I think that actually made a big difference. And the fact that he got dropped from a body punch uh, makes it shows that, that his body may not be where he needs to be and he doesn't know how to react in that tough, close, you know, those uh, phone booth fights. So Deontay Wilder showed us what we've all known. There was no difference. The only difference that we uh, that happened in this fight is that he didn't get that one big punch to connect, and it showed his boxing experience to not be able to rely on, hey, this is not working right now. Let me try something different, and he's going to be in trouble. And so that was a big thing, just his, uh, his intelligence in the ring, being able to adapt. We saw something much different. But Deontay Wilder told us this was going to happen. If you listen to what Deontay Wilder has been saying for a while now, he's been talking about losses. He, and that's the one thing that I took and kind of didn't make sense to me because for the last, like, couple years or so, you've always heard him. And if you see his interviews and stuff, he'll, he'll be talking, and he'll say, oh, I could lose. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay if he loses. It's okay if he loses. So it seemed like he was pretty uh, – he was self-aware that it was a possibility he can lose. So I'm pretty sure, like most boxers and most stars like that, he had a pretty, pretty good case of imposter syndrome going on because he knew he was knocking people out, but at one point he felt like an imposter because they were going to find him out. A boxer was going to find him out, and Tyson Fury has been fighting for so long that he could find, that he could find out. He figured him out. Deontay Wilder had a career that I've been watching. I've wanted to go on this long Deontay Wilder rant, but I'll cut it short. But if you look at uh, Deontay Wilder's career, one of the big things that he's been fighting with is the supreme confidence, right, because he's been knocking so many people out. The one thing that helped but also may have hurt Deontay Wilder was the Bermain Stavern, the first fight they had. So he was, that was his first big test, fighting against a, somebody who can box, a, a real opponent. And he wasn't fighting, like, in L.A. with a, with a sun still out at the sub-hub center. Because I remember he was fighting like that at some time. So when he fought uh, Bermain Stavern, and Stavern had uh, Rabdo, and Rabdo was like, you could die because he wasn't in shape, and it's overexertion of the body and it, it could be deadly. So when he had that, and when he turned from bomb squad into jab squad, that pretty much was the big confidence. It gave him a false confidence of what he can do as a fighter and where he can go with his uh, limited skill set. And it worked. It worked for a while, but I think deep down he knew that he was going to eventually get figured out. So after that Bermain Severe fight, the other time where his false confidence was boosted again was against Luis Ortiz. Luis Ortiz, whose age is yet undetermined, because I think he's about 55 years old, when he fought him, that's when he, we, we saw him get knocked down and get hurt pretty bad. But Luis Ortiz couldn't finish because he's like 55 years old. 
So those two fights, I think, were big turning points in Deontay Wilder's career where he thought, even though he had his limited skill, he could still continue. And he can go further in boxing and go to the very top without having to do much different than he already did. So this, this fight, I think it could be uh, the best or the worst thing to happen for Deontay Wilder. Because if he has what it takes to be that guy at the top of the food chain in the heavyweight division in the face of boxing, he has to change something. And this is, forced, this is like a forcing function for him to change. So it's either he changes or he doesn't, and everyone he fights, any top-level opponent he's going to fight now is just going to lay on top of him, hit him in the body, and just smother him and be aggressive. And if he can't stop that, his career is going to take a lot of uh, – it's not going to go to the potential where it could be. And I believe that would have happened against Vermaine Severn if uh, Severn wasn't on his deathbed. And if he would have taken the L back then, he would have been a better product now because of it, because he had the mentality that you can lose and you can still be okay. So from that, uh, Wilder, he, he showed us who he was, and we've already known. But the, the big takeaway, I think, was Tyson Fury, where he showed something that we hadn't seen and we didn't know about him and that he is that special guy, and he does know enough. He has enough intelligence, and he has that, that unique large frame to do different things in that boxing ring to get at that top level, which is good. Well, he's at the top of the mountain. So, yeah, uh, that's, what, that's, that's what I got from that fight. Well, yeah, man, boxing is a dirty game because, you know, we got Juan Carlos, we got J.P., uh, you know, my, uh, our, our guy Zoe, he kept it real and, and, and still supports Wilder. But, you know, even Juan Carlos is saying how Wilder tricked himself, but he also tricked everybody because we had him winning. So, you know, maybe it's really like you said at the end, Juan Carlos, all about Tyson Fury. And when I think about the fight, you know, I think about it's like something I said with the Kovalev versus um, Andre Ward fight. You know, the first fight was a tough fight for Ward, but at the end of the fight, it started turning into easy work, right? Um, that's what I always say. It started turning into easy work, and then the second fight, it was going to be more of that easy work. And if we remember, in the 12th round, at the end of that round, Tyson Fury did what he was doing this whole second fight. He came forward, and he was putting it on Wilder, and Wilder couldn't do nothing about it. That's why I was scared and, you know, so maybe when we say he had a plan B, this was, you know, he went to plan B. I think he saw in that first fight what he needed to do, and he executed it, man. And, you know, I'm not going to take too much away from Wilder um, like everybody else seemed to do, downing him. You know, JP doesn't care about him anymore. Juan Carlos says, you know, even though he said this could be good or bad, you know, I do get that. So I'm just this little tongue-in-cheek. But – you know, saying that he tricked himself, but he, he also tricked everybody on here because everybody on here had him winning the fight, and we believed in that. And so with that being said, man, let's take it to my man, Sign. We're going to get to that boy D next. Sign, man, break down the fight for us. How did you see it? You know, a lot of people are saying Wilder didn't look good the first couple of rounds. I think he looked all right. 
I don't think it was the body work that got him. I think it was that overhand right to the head, that jab that shook him up. You know, I think I think it, everything went out the went out the window when he got hurt, man. Those spaghetti legs weren't weren't you know those spaghetti legs came into play, man. Sign, break down that fight for us, brother. Sign, no sign. You on mute? You on mute? Yeah, All yeah. Right. Uh, okay. Wilder, Wilder didn't like, like Wilder didn't trick me. Like you know, if anybody has ever heard the stuff I've said, I was never like this guy that was like, oh, this and that, the power. I mean, I respected the power. Like I, like I said, the reason why I picked Wilder was because I wasn't sure about Fury about his injuries and, you know, yes or I mean, he admitted himself he had injuries. So I was, like, looking at the situation like, so this guy is claiming he has two injuries early in camp to both of his legs. So I'm like, you know, the uncertainty of that situation, you know? So I got to go with the guy that is more uncertain. It wasn't like he tricked me. I wasn't – that's why when we were having – discussions about the whole is he shook is he not like i wasn't understanding your guys's logic because number one the fight is happening and i didn't understand the whole uh you know like oh he put on weight and i'm like well wilder put on more weight you know that's why i was like i didn't understand some of that stuff you guys were saying yes i picked him i was wrong on that but it wasn't about, like, anything Wilder showed me or did or did in the past. It was, like, it was a situation where I was, like, this cat might be coming in to the fight less than 100%, like, banged up. So I was, like, I got to go with Wilder. Fury, I don't know what happened with – I don't know if it might have been all the smoke screen. It might have been something that he might have been telling the truth about, yes, I did have link injuries, but they're all good now. Uh, there was also rumors about him getting dropped in sparring. The the cut, I mean, Wilder himself said the cut reopened in sparring, you know? So with all that being said, it's like you start stacking blocks and start saying, all right, on this side, it's all this right here, and then on the other side, there's really nothing. So that's why I went with, uh, you know, Deontay. Um, as far as the fight goes, I mean, it, it's really nothing to really – I mean, we we all saw the same thing. It was just domination from the start. Wilder couldn't do nothing with him. He kept getting pushed back. He was off balance. He was all over the place. He couldn't really get set, which he needs to. He needs to be set, and he needs to have enough distance to, you know, start laying down those bombs, you know, preferably a right hand. He could never get comfortable, and then Fury just was landing punches and, pushing him around, mauling him, ragdolling him, and, you know, eventually, um, you know, got the towel thrown in. A lot of people are complaining that the towel shouldn't have been thrown in. You know, at a certain point, man, like, you have to fight back. You know, I get that. I get he's 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 tough and he's got a pretty good chin and he's never been stopped before and he's the champion, but he wasn't defending himself. You know what I mean? So... You gotta, you gotta stop the fight, man. You know. Uh, well, he did throw Mark a punch. Mark Breland's getting. He did throw a punch when, uh, right before it was, it was it, but it wasn't 
but it wasn't the it wasn't the ref that didn't make that call anyway. It was the it was the corner, so it doesn't have. Yeah, to be yeah, it was his trainer, but I'm saying his trainer is yeah. getting a lot of backlash. His trainer is getting a lot of backlash, and I'm just like, it was his trainer that threw the. You guys act like it was the ref. It was his trainer that threw in the towel, so he 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 felt like, you know, things things weren't going their way, and just you know, let's fight another day. You know what I mean? So. I don't have a problem with the stoppage, man. Um, hey, hold but, on, Sam. You know, Fury. Hey, uh, hold on, Sam. Hey, Sam. Let's. Uh, since you brought that up, let me play this real quick, man. So, like you said, Mark Breland is the guy that threw the that threw the towel in, but he wasn't. He isn't the main uh, the main trainer. And this is what uh, I I don't got the guy's name, man. I apologize, but this is what the main JD. trainer had to say, real quick. JD, this is what he had to say. You were asked a question earlier. You didn't get a chance uh, to answer. I don't know if you remember what it was. Basically, the decision the decision to throw in the towel that was made in the corner, um, was that something that was discussed? Did Mark just throw it? He kind of wanted to know about that decision. Uh, yeah, Mark, check, check, check. Uh, Mark threw the towel. Um, I didn't think he should have. Uh, Deontay's the kind of guy that he's the kind of guy that's a go-out-on-his-shield kind of guy, and he will tell you straight up, don't throw the towel in. In fact, in the dressing room when Tyson was getting his hands wrapped uh, in one of the earlier fights, which they show on the screen in the locker room, they uh, they had a guy that uh, got stopped. We were like, stop the fight, stop the fight. Uh, and right when the ref stopped the fight, the towel came in, and, and Tyson looked at his people and said, never, like that. And I said, yeah, that's the same kind of guy Deontay is. He he does not want that. And, uh, and then you've always got to consider also that Oh, Deontay is a, is a, is a fearsome puncher, so that's always a difficult thing because you know he does have that, always have that shot uh, to land a big shot and turn things around. So uh, that, that's what happened there. But Deontay is is um, is doing well, uh, and he's uh, you know he'll be back. He'll be all the better for it. But um, congratulations, absolutely, to Tyson and to his to his team. Class act all the way around, and we're we're thrilled to be part of the show with him. Uh, there you go, man. So, how do you feel about that, Tom? Should you you believe that the towel should have been thrown in? I think everybody believes, but uh, JD said he should have went out and maybe even died out there. Yeah, I mean, I don't get that, man. I mean, you know, he's got you know wife, kids, and all that. I mean, he just wasn't. I get he got power, you know, and at any point. But what was the what was the likelihood he was gonna land a punch out of nowhere and just just knock Fury out? You know what I'm saying? And Fury, to you know, to be honest, was kind of really just getting started, you know, on breaking him down. And so, I mean, it could have gotten bad. But uh, man, you know, it's like like it's funny because. You know, fans they say the they say the whole, you know, it's just a loss. A loss ain't that big, and this and that. Uh, you know, they should fight. It's no big deal. But then, you know, when once you lose, everything changes, man. You know, like me, I'm not looking at Wilder any different. Like, I mean, you know, like I said, I wasn't like this big Wilder fan, but I'm not sitting here because he lost all of a sudden this and that. Because if you look at all the top heavyweights, Fury's the only one that doesn't have a loss. You know, AJ lost, Wilder lost, White lost, uh, um, you know, Andy Ruiz lost. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I mean, 
And a few other guys got, you know, Joseph Parker lost. I mean, a few guys got multiple losses. Like, to me, it's like it is what it is. I mean, they're going to lose, man. But it's just funny how fans say one thing, but then when it applies to their their fighter, all of a sudden they don't even talk about that fighter no more. They just move on to the next. Yeah, man. It's a dirty game out here, man. It's a dirty game, especially when it comes to this boxing. And that's that's the curse of Floyd Mayweather. You know, Floyd Mayweather put this stigma on it. You know, Ali has uh, uh, has losses. Tyson had losses. You know, everybody has losses. Everybody except Floyd Mayweather and somehow uh, Cal Zaggy. But uh, you know, that's yeah. It's just the it's that it's that curse of Mayweather, man. And like you heard from JP, you know, he don't even fuck. He's not really fucking with May uh, with uh, Wilder no more. He got on the bandwagon and jumped straight smooth off. So, well, I mean, it's a little more simple. I mean, the, it's complicated because it's because I, I felt like I was slightly tricked because I knew I knew he wasn't good. Now, people are saying it's unfair to say that he's not good. How could you defend the title ten times and not be good? Look, man, fundamentals and you know lack thereof lets me be able to say like, hey. If I take this one thing away from you, you become really basic and almost not professional level. Like, you know, so that's why I'm like, yeah, I'm good. That's why. I mean, I, I don't know if that makes you guys sleep better at night. I don't give a damn. I really don't give a damn what any of y'all say or, or what Wilder and all what the narrative is. I'm straight. Y'all could do it and say what you feel about me, but I don't care. Checking out. He yeah, he let you down, <laughs> man. Like he let him down. D man, hey D, break down the fight. That's, for fake, us, man. that's how, imposters, how? man. Uh, the bomb squad. Hey, the bomb squad don't want imposters. So carry your motherfucking ass on. Anyway, yo, Willa, I don't yeah. think they train. I don't think they train for an inside fight. Cause that's how it looked to me. They, I don't think they train for an inside fight. They thought Fury was going to do what he did in the first fight. They thought Fury was bluffing. And so did I. And a few other people thought he was bluffing. If you sit right here and tell me that Fury did exactly what you thought he was going to do, you full of shit. And whoever, um, whoever think that. He, he pulled a rabbit out his, out his fucking hat and, uh, Shock the damn world, man. Hey, but D, you know? D, what is the difference mm-hmm. between the end of the twelfth round of the last fight and and this entire fight? What's the difference? There is no difference. He walked him down and hurt him. Yeah, well, this is what you know. I told I told Sam the keys. Of what I thought was going to be major for Wilder to win this is body shots and any other shot. Except the head. Because everybody, oh, he's going to open the eye. He's going to open the eye. I didn't want to see none of that. Don't go head hunting. Because you could barely hit him in the first fight. Head hunting. Uh, I wanted to see shoulder shots, body shots, and a good jab. Those were key to keep him off. You know? And that jab, in the first two rounds, he threw a few. You know, then the third round, he got fucked up, and he just didn't know how to respond to the shit. You know, and that's telling me 
Why did you know? Why did he come straight out the gate and try to do like he did to Brazil? You know, and he was letting Fury be he did. first. He landed some good. He landed. Huh? He landed some right. He landed some right hands early. Fury just ate him. Or he yeah. sort of like moved away with him, but he, nah, was, it, he actually. It's very yeah. simple, man. It's, look, man, it's very simple. Tyson Fury isn't Dominique Brazil. When you, yeah. you oh, yeah. up and I know clash, that. that's what happens. You know what I mean? When you the guys they have more resistance. They can they have better defense. Like like watch that fight. Like watch the Brazil fight. He comes out strong at first. Then Brazil does land a good right hand on him, backs him up, right? Yeah. And he hits him with another shot. Then the ref broke it up, but Brazil being lazy in there keeps his hand left hand a low, low enough to where Wilder steps to him right away. Baba. Fight over. That's what happens when you fight you know, higher you know, fighters. Just, they don't make those mistakes. It was just this weird mistake with any on the fighter that won't add to their craft. This guy, to me, has not added to his craft. There, him and his camp have some some belief that God is just shining down on him, and every time he's going to get you bailed out too, by JP, the right. We don't want to hear this. JP, we I don't want to hear it because Come on, man. you just believed it. Now, now all of a sudden you don't you don't roll with something that you was rolling with two days ago. You knew he wasn't going to get exactly. any. You knew <laughs> all he was that's doing. Exactly that. what I'm doing. So that's exactly what I'm doing, and I get to do that. I get to do it. What the hell are y'all hey. talking about? You the fake one, man. You the only, fake one, man. Hey, hey, and you know, I was the only one from the jump that said it was going to happen in February. Every, there were some yeah, people saying right. it wasn't going to happen for this reason. There were, there, were, there were certain people saying it wasn't going to happen for this reason. I kept saying from the well, jump, the fight will happen in February, you know? Hey, like, those are what I like to call moral victories. You picked Wilder. JP picked Wilder. D, what I want to hear from you is exactly. you're the number no, there's one no Wilder moral victory. I'm just, I'm, there's no moral victory. There's no, I'm saying I, I know. That's y'all didn't even think the fight was going to happen yesterday. That's the th- that's the part that I just never understood. I don't understand why people thought the fight because wasn't going to happen. I never understood that. Because we thought he was scared. He obviously wasn't. We were fooled. But what well, I want to hear from well, you, you know, ask me. Hold on, you don't D, that. D, D, hold on, D. D, hold on, D. Uh-huh. You're the you're the uh-huh. you're the you're bomb squad. You've been bomb squad for a long time. If you're Wilder's mm-hmm. camp, do you take the immediate rematch? No, you can't. That was an ass whooping. Uh, I don't. I'm not sure. We don't know how extensive the injury is in his damn ear. You know, we should take time right there, man. Uh, he won't be able to spar for at least at least a month and a half or do any kind of training. Now they talking about uh, what they say. Uh, what month they talking about doing it? July. Wait a minute. Yeah, said, well, he's he's got thirty days to accept it. I don't think they've got a they don't have a, a actual date. I don't think, but he's got thirty days to accept it. So they probably do got. This is what he need to do. This is what he need to do. And if I could call Wilder tonight, that's what I tell him to do. Dude, you took a ass whooping. You a soldier. You a damn soldier. You took a ass whooping in this something you ain't never experienced before. You take six months, a year, whatever it takes. You grind this bitch out, you got to get it somebody else. You might not, you know, if you don't feel comfortable dropping somebody, uh, <clears throat> Deeds or Breland, get somebody else in there. 
you know, Rozier, uh, Charlo's uh, trainer. What his name is? Uh, get somebody else in there, man. You need, you need, you're running out of time. You're 35 now. Uh, you need to get somebody in there and, and try to learn some skills, more skills. You got to do that. If you don't do that, uh, I think somebody already said it, dude. The blueprint's out there now. Uh, you know, but but not everybody, hey, I will say this. Not everybody's serious. Not everybody's Siri, you know. Siri just did this. How come ain't nobody else been able to do it really like that? Ortiz did a little bit, but not everybody's Siri. So he needs some more. He needs some. He needs another voice in there, man. And uh, he need, he needs to get taught some different stuff because he had no answers. Yeah, but, nah, but he, another he, thing. He, another he, another thing I wanna I wanna bring up though, Willa. Now uh, people ahead, say, ah, uh, no, don't, 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 don't bring that shit up. A few, you know, but Kenny Bayless, Kenny Bayless, refereed probably eighty percent of Floyd fights. Kenny Bayless would let Floyd get away with some stuff in fights, some stuff. He ain't been letting. Uh, he wasn't. He wasn't f anything. Because I talked to Sam about this. I said, okay, Kenny Bayless, that might be a plus. If it get you know start getting dirty, now they did take a point, but he was doing some dirty stuff, you know, from hitting behind the head and stuff like that. Uh, Kenny Bayless wasn't no help, neither. So that yeah, kind of made me think, wonder, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I just yeah, think, but Deontay is the king of rabbit punches. Yeah, I don't think you know Deontay doesn't have the skills to 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 fight that stuff off, you know. Yeah, Fury was headlocking him, but every time uh, Bayless was on the right side, uh, Fury had him in a headlock on the left side, and, and he was throwing he was throwing punches a couple of seconds after the bell and a couple of seconds after the same break. But that just is what it is, man. You know this heavyweight yeah. fight, so yeah, I, I don't I don't want to hear that shit, D. Our guy got his ass whooped. <laughs> he didn't look good in there, and we just got to see what's up, man. But I agree with you. If I'm him, I'm not taking that. I'm not. I'm not taking the rematch after you getting battered. And you can't, like man. That, you gotta you got, regroup, man. Regroup. Yeah, you got 25 yep. mil. You know, I know you got like five kids, but so he, the, the them baby mama checks is probably uh, high. Eight. Eight. Hey, 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 just had what I would do. This is what, what I would do time? if I was uh, Deontay Wilder. I would fight like a top 50 guy next, right? Uh, work on some things in there. Work on some things that somebody tall, you know what I mean? Because he's he's because what I would do is I would allow you know I would just let Fury and AJ try to unify, right? So in that yeah. case, you're gonna fight somebody six six or above, right? So bring in somebody tall that's like a top fifty guy. Work on some things mm. in that fight. Hopefully you get by and win, you know. Then go fight like a top fifteen to twenty guy after that. And work on those same things, you know, developing, you know, the stuff that he's weak at. Hopefully you get through that. By that point, hey, I still want remember, to AJ, hey, I AJ, still AJ has the Pulev fight, right? He still has the Pulev fight coming up. Then after that, AJ and Fury can do the unification. By that point, if Wilder can get two fights in, he can fight the winner. Either way, whether it's AJ or Fury, it's probably going to be Fury. I don't see anybody beating Fury. 
You know, if he's right. if he's all if he's all good upstairs and health wise, he's just not going. to I mean, it's hard to see him losing. And then from there, if Wilder uh, is ready, they can do it like this time next year. You know what I mean? But right. he definitely should not take an immediate rematch. I would I would personally try to do two 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 fights if I was Wilder. As far as the training in, in part is, I'm not I'm I'm not I'm bi- I don't I I don't like pointing the finger. You know what I'm saying? You didn't get it done. It is what it is. And another thing is, we are not there day to day. You know, we don't know if they're not telling him these things, or we don't know if they're they are telling him these things, and he's just he not listening. listening. Right. So we don't know. Well, that. So I don't want to put it on J JDs or Mark Breland. Because with, I don't well, know much heard, about JD's about his like his background in boxing, but we do know Mark Breland was a gold medalist and a you know he he wasn't the type of pro people thought he was going to be, but he was a pro also. So we know he has a good background. So if you got two minds in your corner, and you know, are we trying to say that we think neither of them well, ever tried to refine his skills? Are we sure well, about that? <coughs> Excuse me. Hey. So, I've what, heard several. I've seen. I've seen. Hold on. Hey, I've seen several interviews with Breland leading up to this fight, and all I hear Breland come out of Breland mouth was, "Kale, we can knock him out. We can stop him. Nothing about no skills or, you know, nothing. You know that. And I don't. I'm sure you've seen him too. He didn't say nothing about, you know, boxing or right. it's all been Kale, Kale. And yeah, and, and that's that what he that says, thing. and that's what his fans say too. Like every, you know, is that he's the knockout king. So of course, you know, but I'm just talking about. I don't like blaming people when I don't know the whole situation. You know what I'm saying? If but I was Wilder, they, if I was Wilder, what will it hurt? It ain't gonna hurt nothing. See, Get somebody else in that hey, fucking camp, man. And let me just clarify, day. y'all. Hey, the reason why I'm checking oh, out is because I feel like they disrespected the sport. They 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 didn't hone their craft. These things that we've seen, we've seen this shit 10 years ago. We've been knowing he could punch, but they just sat there and disrespected the game and, to me, didn't work hard enough on building st- a lot of things, man. And this is why I get so turned off by them. Because all just this belief that God just wanted for you, man, we all God's children. He ain't preferred over Tyson Fury because he's black. See, niggas be into that kind of foolery, too. Nigga, you didn't work as hard as him, and you ain't been honing your skills. And I respect work and dedication. And he didn't do that for me, and that's why I'm so turned off by it. But but let's make it clear. From the time he started boxing... He was never going to be as good as Fury. Like, let's make that clear. Like, Fury was always going to be better than him, just based off the fact that Fury was born into this shit, you know? Now, as far yeah. as his overall craft, could it have been better? Absolutely. But, we've been, you know, I mean, I got criticized, you know, for being, saying he had no skills. I stand by it. He ain't got no skills to me. But, you know, power, he's got good intangibles, and he's got great power. You know what I'm saying? But it wasn't like me saying that means, you know, he wasn't a good fighter. Just certain things he was lacking to me. He's not the only guy I've said that about, but he got this far with it, but it take it took a guy. You know, let's be honest. Would you guys say – let me just throw a number out there. Would you guys say uh, 95% of the time 
he's been in the ring at, at the pro level. He's probably been, probably been less skilled than his opponent. Well, 80% maybe? I don't know. You know what I mean? So he's been the less skilled guy so majority of the time, and he's gotten away with it. And, you know, it is what it is. But, like, this notion that, like, he was going to – like, he was never going to be as good as Fury. You know, boxing brain and just skills. Crap. But, uh, yeah, he could have definitely been better. But, I mean, hey, you're knocking people out. You know, people kept saying, you know, if you go 12 rounds, you know, it's hard to go 12 rounds with him because you're eventually going to get hit and all that. And, hey, whatever. But, um, uh, you know, the, just the training part of it, I mean, I'm, I'm, I don't mind him bringing somebody in, man. I'm not saying – I just don't want it to be that we're going to blame both of them specifically like it's for sure their fault when we aren't in their camps. We don't know if it's a situation where they're telling him to do stuff and he's just not doing it. Remember John David Jackson? Well, not, not just telling him, dude. He needs somebody there to show him. But you know, still, was he John being David shown? Jackson was trying to show him how to fight on the inside. You know, Kovalev didn't want to listen. He was stubborn. He thought he knew everything. He thought he never needed to know that. And guess what? He he went into and there the was a guy like Andre Ward and got stopped because he couldn't fight on the inside and couldn't take body shots. So that's my thing. I you know I don't know, but. Well, what I would say, got and only people that do know that's in that camp. Hold on, hey, hold on. What I would say was is uh, D's, is that his name, JD's, in the sixth round, going into the seventh round, when Wilder was getting his ass whooped and he had nothing going on, all he could say was push him back, jab, jab, right hand, jab, yeah, jab, right I hand. I mean, dude, that shit you was know. retarded. Yeah, it's like they didn't give him any, that, you know, uh, that was all he knew. And you're right. It's, it's, it's his team Wilder, his team bomb squad. So he has, he's 50%, he has 50% to do with it, or uh, maybe even 60%. But, also, but that my, other 40% can be tweaked. He knows, he also knows his skill set also. Uh, uh, also, you got to understand that, Willa. He's not going to say, now get on your toes. And start, you know, pot shotting him. You know, he's not going to tell him to do that because he knows he can't do it. You know what I'm saying? Well, 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 no, well, well, that should have been something they had been working on, though. That should have been yeah, something that they've been working on thing. inside fighting and That's moving. What I'm That's what yeah, I'm saying. No, I, I, I agree on that. Been here forever. The flaws have been there forever, and the power's been there forever. How come we haven't seen improvements on them flaws? And if you're a guy that cares about your fighters, you got to be real with them at some point and say, hey, Deontay, at some point the right hand's not going to land, and you're going to have to win a fight without knocking the guy out. I There's mean, times when – But how do we – no, but how do we know they're not telling him that? Listen, because we heard him. Well, this, we heard him say listen, that. No, I'm uh, talking about in right. training camp. I'm talking about one-on-one outside of the actual fight where they've sat him down. We don't There's know been, Hey, if you, this what, man trains like an animal. At least that's what they say. He trains like an animal. He forgets to eat. He trains so much when he gets training. You know, I find it hard to believe that somebody was showing him, was showing him these things that he needed that he wouldn't be able to do some of that shit or show some of that shit in this fight right here. Yo, hey, hold on. I, I don't I got know. Let me ask this question. Let, let yeah, me ask go ahead, Juan Carlos. So, if if we want to say like, hey, the trainers, they're not telling him. We don't know if they're training him or not. 
Uh, at this point, it doesn't make a difference because if they are training him and he's not listening, that relationship's not working. And if they aren't telling them, then that relationship's not working either. So I, I think, like, at this point, oh, it doesn't absolutely. matter if they yeah. are or they aren't telling them. Yeah. Like, he needs to make some type of change. Or well, if he gets rid of that. To, to make the, hey, like, some guys, just some guys, it don't matter how much you work with them, they're just not able to pick it up. You know what I'm saying? It just is what it is. So it could be that also. And, but it could and, be. And look, you know? none of us are a fly on the wall either. All we can do is take the footage we have. Now, shout out to the boxing voice, but Ness is like in the training camps with Wilder, like intimately. And you can see all the and footage. And I've, I've, listened, I've listened to a couple of the shows that he's done last night in the day. And I don't know if it's me, but it almost seemed like he knows something or knew something that he didn't want to come out and say. I don't know if that's just me. me. Wilder doesn't run. He just, it's like the when you get at least as intimate as Ness gets over there, um, it's just a belief in this God-given hand that we don't really have to worry about the rest of that shit. Like, it's a dude who can fucking dunk on everybody, but he ain't going to take the time to learn how to uh, post up, shoot a three-pointer, dribble, the White House. You know, dribble the ball. You know, yeah, and, and it's just become absurd, man, and that's why I got so turned off. It's like, oh, you really didn't work on nothing? You really just came up in here with this wide-ass stance looking all crazy and just thought you was going to land the right hand? That's a slap in but my you face thought it as too. a fan to you. But yeah, you thought it because too, I man. thought it was working. I thought it was working. And it's a slap in my face that I put my, my, my energy into you and you're not working for me. And that's when I get turned off. You know, that's when I get turned off. If you're not hey, working one... for me and I'm a fan of you, I'm done. I could tell, but you also knew he wasn't working before. But this is another thing. This is one thing I've noticed about Wilder. Is I, know. I remember him saying, like, he used to play basketball and this and that. And I could see why he never, even for his height and everything, he never, like, reached, was never, like, elite at it or whatever. Because for all the, you know, the, the you know, the certain God-given gifts he was given, he's, 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 he's kind of clumsy, man. He's not a fluid athlete. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, there's, he's kind of all over the of place. Him playing basketball. There's footage of him playing basketball against another boxer. Yeah, it don't seem like his coordination just ain't never <laughs> yeah, really he, been there. Yeah, right? like the, coordin- like the natural coordination, yeah. fluidity, all right. that, like, you can, because you could see when, even when he was just backing up from Fury, not necessarily Fury was doing anything. Even when Fury would just faint at him, he was all over the place, man. You know, it's like he just wasn't comfortable. Like his feet were never under him. Like, right. and you know, we I mean, know he looked that he, nervous. Even when he looked coming, nervous that time too. Like in the very even, beginning, even when he's coming forward, Hesitant. you know, like in fights he's coming forward. I never, I never really saw that just g- great, you know, fluid coordinated athlete from him. Now, he is athletic. Was this the stage? But it's not all together, you know? Hey, was this the stage that he shit up, that he got, you know, stage fright? No, he didn't get stage fright. Nah, man. He didn't get stage fright. He got got hit in the back of the head, and that was all she wrote, man. But, hey, I wanted to ask Juan Carlos if he thinks Wilder should take that that, uh, uh, immediate rematch. 
Also, so this is what I think about the immediate rematch. To do it, I think he can do it. It wouldn't be as smart, but I think he can do it. Just like uh, I know what Simon was saying about the immediate rematch, and it's pretty funny because people were complaining about Tyson Fury not taking the immediate rematch. But the same things that Simon was saying Deontay Wilder should do is what um, – but Fury didn't take hold on, ass with him like that, neither. <laughs> yeah, hold on, yeah, D. But that's hold what on, he D. did, right? And so those are the things he did as a smart fighter. Like, so the the next option would be would be if there's something wrong with his legs, there was something wrong with his legs, he didn't get a good training camp or whatever, I would say just do the complete opposite and just take the next fight and then work to his strengths. Because we're sitting here debating about a 35-year-old learning how to fight, you know, sweet science. And I, I think that train left already. You know what I'm saying? There's only so much at this point where he can go forward, you know. And it's not like other yeah, boxers definitely. that we see that are skilled. The other boxers that are skilled where they tweak. They've been they doing it for 20 plus years. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, yeah, like so I said, like, like if this people, if people think, like, he can get a trainer right now to teach him <laughs> and he'll end up being as good as Fury. You're fucking crazy. He'll never be as good as Fury's. Not even half as good. Versus, Not even versatility. like quarter. Yeah, yeah <laughs> like nowhere near. Could he improve on what he got? Yeah, but like this, like people got to understand, like he can only get so much better at this point. Yeah. I so I say if he wants to just work towards his strength and work on how to try uh, throw some body shots and just work on fighting inside a little bit to get used to it. I say I don't see anything wrong with the immediate rematch. But if he doesn't, if he wants to, like, hone his craft more and he changes trainer and he wants to do something different, then I say, hey, you might let it marinate. Uh, like like Simon was saying, hey, fight somebody tall first. And then I would like to see him, the next fight, fight Andy Ruiz. So I'd like to, I'd like to see him get, get, get another No, that's shot too hard of a fight then, right now. That's that's like, nah, no, no, that's not a fight. The second fight. Hey, no nah, man, he's like the top fifty guy. Right oh, okay, okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I thought top, you said the first one. Top fifty guy first, and then the second one yeah. when he's like gonna prepare. There's someone like that, so where he has to, you know, work a little bit different, and he's used to somebody quick like that. So that's, I think you can go either ways, but it depends on what he's gonna do, you know, from here on out. Like, 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 like if I was advising Wilder on like how to improve for a rematch, this is what I would do. Like I said, he's not going to get to that Fury level. What I would do is this. I would get him in the gym, and we're only working on his left hand. The jab, you know, hooks, you know, and all that. Then I'm going to bring in, like, an MMA coach or a wrestling coach, and I'm going to teach him how to grapple, you know, really wrestle in there and all that, get better at that, and then let's go. Let's go after Fury again. That's it. Or who else? Because this the thing is, don't get it twisted. These other guys saw that fight too. They took notes. So yep, they yep. don't come at him that way too. I mean the whole the whole thing is with that though, you know. Fury already said he's staying at two seventy. Two seventy. He's t- he's staying at two hundred and seventy pounds. There's only so much he could do if he say he goes back down to the two twelve or whatever he was there for uh Ortiz. You know, there's only so much you can do if a man outweigh you by sixty pounds. You know? Uh doing that kind yeah. of stuff. That's why I say he need to work on a jab and just building upper body strength to push him off, to get him off. That's really the only thing he can do. And move. Uh, try not to trade with him because the object is to to wear you down. That's that's what Fury did. 
Yeah, but yeah the, that's, that's another know, thing. Good point. We're forgetting. He need to work on his balance. That's another thing. He needs to work on his ba- balance and having a stronger base. That's it. Like, yeah. this whole, like, if, don't bring in no somebody slick, some slick boxing trader thinking he's going to all of a sudden be using pivots and countering dudes and, you know, taking side steps and all that. He ain't going to do all that, you know? No. You know, like I said, work the left hand. But being able, work on being able to avoid the clip. You know? All right. If I'm wilder, we, we forget. Like we keep forgetting though. If I'm wilder, I'm on my cast out tour. Um, I'm going straight yeah. at Ruiz. Um, then I'm going right back to Fury. I'm gonna give my twenty to forty million, and I'm out the game. It's really nothing to be around for for X amount of time. I don't think him fighting to sustain some status is really anything. He's not that type of fighter, man. And you know, 34, you could say, the old 34. Well, the young, good 34. side of it all. Hey, the good side of it all. What did we hear Fury say? He's fighting three more fights. That's it. That's it. I'm done. So maybe if he hangs around long enough, Fury will retire. And... <laughs> <laughs> you really are, Deontay Wilder. Uh, but you're, you're saying, you're like, hey, just stick around and don't fight Fury, and hopefully he retires, you know? Uh, Dude, hey, but... I'm, I'm a realist, man. I'm being real about the situation. The third fight probably ain't going to end any different. I'm being real. You know, and that's yeah. hard for me to say yeah. that shit. So, so I, hey, I, I, agree I, with you, I had a question up, for man. y'all. Hey, I had a question for all y'all. Now, Deontay, we know his personality. We know the type of guy he know, he felt he was in the ring, right? Do you guys, forget the physical part, the, the skill part, the honing your craft. Can he recover from this mentally? <laughs> you yeah, know, I that's think, where the fucking big question lies. Yeah, I think with him making excuses about his leg, him saying he didn't go out on the shield, people can you can survive on that. You can keep your. I'm, you know, if I'm convinced he was fucking guy, before that fight. He probably was the way he was laid up. I you mean, see, the, see, I didn't see like, his old his wife. His wife was man, shit. Okay, I, I thought we let his wife weigh all kinds of shit before. I thought we debunked that, that they, they found out that it works for some people because it lowers their stress levels and it increases okay. their testosterone. That shit definitely, if that's the case, it hey. fucked him up. Well, that ain't even the worst. That, uh, JD, JD said his legs were like that because of the costume was too heavy on his leg. Come on, stop that shit, man. They did say that. <laughs> yeah, they did see a post about that shit. <laughs> uh, it probably hey, was. That, that, that was a big-ass mask, though. Hey, that mask made him about eight foot tall. Deontay kind of comfortable, I think, man. I think Deontay kind of comfortable also, to be honest with you. That's why I say Deontay should just go cash out, man. Go get AJ, go get Ruiz, go get Fury again. Get these last millions that's on the table. Get on out because I don't think he he cares to, like, go to that next level competitively or or training. this might happen now. Hey, this might happen now. I thought about this before I got on the show. Just maybe, maybe we might see Wilder and Joshua now, after all. For real, for real, now. Because well, who cares? Joshua because we know who the, the big guy is. Saying, we don't care about that. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But he'll have all the, all the other belts. I mean, that's a plus. But why, uh, Joshua might be saying. No, no, that's a moral victory. That's, that's no, all. no, that's the one. That's a real moral victory. Oh, I got these belts. And yeah. you know, I know I can't beat the real guy, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, no, no, but, no, no. Hey, Once he gets those belts, then go back to the animal. Then go back to the monster. 
once you get them belts. Now you make it sense. You know? Joshua oh, fight, but, but but Joshua and Hearns is talking about fighting. They want Fury. They say they want Fury. They want the the Fury fight next. But Fury saying that's what they say when now. They, they that's left in twenty four hours. He ain't taking that fight. Fury saying he he he's taking that Wilder fight first. So we're gonna see how it goes. He's kind of like obligated. You know, until Wilder tells him no, you got thirty days to decide. He's he's got to say that. So until Deontay says. No, then, of course, Fury's going to say that. But, JP, this is where I want to ask you something. So, okay, we all acknowledge Fury's the best, right? And Fury beat him last night. So is it something where what you saw last night tells you that everybody else is going to be able to capitalize it and beat him moving forward? Because when you're saying he should cash out, I'm, all, I'm looking at it kind of like he did lose to the best guy, so why should he cash out unless you believe all these other dudes are licking their chops saying, oh, yeah, it's, it's, it's go time. We could take them out, too. Listen, I'd I say within I'm the next to... month. Hold on, D. That's what he has, D. right? D, hold uh, on. He was asking JP. Yeah. Oh, my bad. Yeah, I don't believe Wilder um, has have the adjustment to make to beat Fury. I believe he's kind of uh, Fury's kind of broke him mentally in that regard competitively. And I just don't believe Wilder has it inside of him to dig and to, to kind of go back to the drawing board and, and like go hard at it again. It takes a certain guy to go to be at the mountaintop and then you know fall and take a steep fall and then want to do it again, get up for the fight again. This is where you get a lot of guys just bowing out, like you know Lennox Lewis, Kobe. You know these guys are staying the last. Like you know what, fuck it, man. The fight back is hard. And I believe Wilder, who is a simple man from Alabama, is comfortable, man, laying up on his girl like that and stuff like that. You know, Fury over there laughing like he ain't got that fire in his belly, I don't feel. Like, that that Fury, Fury got that different weird, psychotic type of fire in his belly. Whereas Wilder, I, I don't feel it. So, for me personally, I feel like Yeah, but I'm going to be talking money. about Fury. I'm saying yeah. are, you, are you saying that what you saw yesterday tells you that he can't even beat those other guys. We get Fury. I'm uh, saying because you're saying he should cash out, you know? Uh, do I think he could beat all the uh, – I think he could, but I think it will be much more competitive fights now. It's like when, when Mike Tyson, that threat was taken from Mike Tyson when uh, whoever it was stood up to him. And once the bully doesn't have that, that aura about himself, you know, now we really fight. So we're from here on out by Deontay's chest, and they going to not respect him as much. And that could result in amazing KOs for Wilder. But, you know, I I, I just say that uh, I don't know if I'm, I'm not 100% sure, but I know that those fights will be more competitive now. Hey, that's how I think it's going to go down. down. Uh, all right, uh, hold on. Go ahead. Hey, everybody. Everybody. Right, oh, go, go ahead. ahead. Go ahead. Huh? Go ahead, Juan Carlos. Juan Carlos, hey, hold, oh, yeah. on, well, fellas, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. We go. We've been going for a while. And I don't want us to get shut off, man. So I'm gonna let everybody get their little last statements in before we close it out. And we're gonna. I'm gonna let Juan All Carlos right. start it up, man. Go ahead, Juan. Oh, like what I've heard from everybody today is like yeah, just people what, yeah. saying like like things about Deontay. We knew he didn't have that fire like that. We knew he wasn't technically skilled. We knew his boxing IQ wasn't that high. He couldn't set up his right hand correctly. We knew his footwork. Which, you know, we knew all these things. 
nothing has changed about Deontay Wilder. He still has that right hand, which is fucking amazing, right? Because that right hand has so much power, it negated all these other things. For someone to be able to exploit that, it's still going to be a problem. It's still going to be a problem. So Deontay Wilder is still a problem. And the psychology aspect of it, I think, this is my theory, is that since he's a um, he's a spiritual guy, so I think he could lean on his belief and his religion to help him through, you know, this adversity. Because when someone has that on them and they don't have that dog in them, it, it kind of helps push him and that'll help with him. And plus, especially because he's been telling us for the longest time that it's okay to lose. He's said that many times, and you don't hear that from other undefeated champions. They don't say it's okay to lose. He has already made his peace with losing. So he already, like, in his mind, he already thinks, if I lose, it's okay. It doesn't matter, right? So, yes, when it happens, it's different, you know, when it actually happens. But I think the mentality of him just saying, hey, losses are okay, losses are okay for so long. And then on top of that, his uh, religion I think I think he's gonna go deep down, get real spiritual, and he'll be able to, you know, move through this adversity. Well, hopefully he can. Yeah, we'll see, man. We'll yeah. see. Hey, yeah. hey, D. Hey, D. Give yep. us your your final thoughts on this, man. All right. Well, real quick, I just want to say this: is what I think is gonna happen going forward. I think within the next month, because no more talk, no more. I, they ain't the best of friends, but no more talk. I think Fury's going to reach out to Wild and say, listen, man, dude, you put me through two wars. You know, I respect you. You you know, you're a monster, just like me. But you you probably need some more time. Where are you head at? Do you want to do the rematch? Because I got a proposition for you. And no more probably a fucking not discuss that shit. And then Fury can say, listen, let me go across this water and get all these goddamn belts. Then... When you're ready, I promise I'm going to give you a fucking shot. And I think that's how it's going to go down. I mean, I, I can see Fury doing something yeah, like that. He does seem like a stand-up guy. That's what Fury does. Yep. That's one thing about Fury. He seems like he's a stand-up dude. He's about his word, and I can see him doing that. And it seems like he has respect for mm-hmm. Deontay Wilder. Yep. And uh, that'd be cool as shit if it goes down like that because that'd be like, you know, all the marbles. That's for all the marbles once he goes over there and beats Joshua because I think he'll beat Joshua. Yeah, probably. Probably. Sign, your final words on this epic fight weekend. Oh, man, just uh, I don't think any of us really got into the most important thing about this, which is Congratulations, Tyson Fury. You are the best heavyweight in the world. You are the lineal champion to me, and always has been. Because to me, retiring means you you leave and you never come back. So to me, you never retired. But that's a whole different discussion. Full credit to you. Um, You did a good job of promoting the fight and uh, making, I don't know what it was, but somehow – you know, you you had me thinking you you was you was fucked up going in there, maybe even cashing out. You know, that's why I had to flip my you know my pick. And uh, you you st- I mean, maybe you were maybe you were, but you just didn't it didn't show in the fight because you just took over from the start. But you went in there and took care of business, man. Full credit to you. And uh, we'll see if you and Deontay do, do it again. 
And um, just moving forward, man, I, I just don't see anybody beating that man. Yep. Willa, uh, I right. will say this. I told Willa, let me add this real yeah. quick. Go ahead, go ahead. Fury, he crack, he cracks my top three. He he cracks top my top three, three with that shit. Top three what? Heavyweight, uh, goat, goat. Oh, come on, man! What the hell are you talking he crack, about? He cracks, huh? Because he beat he beat two guys. So who's your top three? Well, so I'm just looking looking at his whole story as a whole, three. man. He's got a better better just resume than Lennox Lewis. He's got a better Dude, resume than this man was four hundred pounds. You got to yeah, take all that story. in. Yeah, that was a great story. He's got he's got a little more to do. He he get he get Joshua out of there. And, you know, you know he's got he's got. But a you're also more on the record saying Lennox Lewis because I've always said Lennox Lewis was the guy or one of the guys at least, and you always used to say, but. He's a UK brother. He never took the he rematch. Is. So to me, I don't care what he accomplished. <laughs> so now you're saying, oh, he got a better resume than Fury. Which one is he it? He did kind of tarnish because that legacy for me. Fury did take the rematch. Yeah, he uh, did. He didn't take that right. rematch with Vitaly. No, I, and and I always say that I, I always say when it comes to Lennox Lewis, that was my guy. I have respect for him. I think he's one of the he's one of the greatest. But he can't go down. He can't go down as high on the scales as he should go down because he tarnished his legacy. But his legacy is still left. more than he's is still more than uh, Tyson Fury at this point in time, just right now. Oh, just I agree. Right no now. question. All but, you know, if that's yeah. Z's opinion, that's Z's opinion. Everybody has the right to their own list. Yeah. Z's just emotional right yeah. now. Top three. Z's just, Z's just emotional. Nah, dude, like I'm just looking at it as a whole. Hey, Willa, he's a, he, he, hey, Willa, you saying he's an emotional wreck right now? Yeah, he is. He said, "Don't fuck with me, man." He said, "Don't fuck with me, man." Shit, that motherfucker, man. You know, hey, even what? Hey, even 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 Linux came out and said though he if he had to pick, he'd pick Wilder to fight Wilder. Man, let me tell you, uh, Fury would have given anybody hell, man. It would be tough to beat that fucker. No, I I I believe he will. Fury is 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 great. And he and he's and like Sam said, congratulations to him. There ain't no hate on Fury. I just can't put him in my top three right yet. You know, he unified. I mean, he comes undisputed. You know, he's you know, like I said, he's the only heavyweight to have all the belts, ring magazine, and be the lineal at one point in time. He's done a lot of good stuff. He'll have his chance, but he needs another couple of big wins before you know I let him crack. You know, but he might be higher than hey. he might have as many big wins as Mike Tyson. You know, he might be over Mike Tyson, at, you know, at this point. Something telling me Vlad ain't got no big wins, man. That's what I'm saying. Don't get me started on Mike Tyson. But, yeah, <laughs> hey, but, hey, I want to get cut off, fellas, so let's let JP uh, hit us with his final uh, um, emotional rant about how he's done with Wilder, even though ain't nothing changed. <laughs> uh, well, you know, man, I'm good on him. You know, I feel like you got to work, man. At the end of the day, it's about work and effort for me. Um, discipline. You know, I, I I liked Adrian Broner at a time, but then I didn't like him because I didn't see him refine his skills or hone his skills or even appear to be working to me. And so, you know, when you associate yourself with like, um, you know, Floyd Mayweather, it's like, Everybody just thinks of the, him throwing around dollars and holes and whatever other foolery that's associated with him. But the truth is, we 
talking about a dude who never gained the fucking pound for 20 years and put in that work, work, work. And that's what I truly respect. And um, I just don't feel like he was giving it to me. And that's it for me, man. And um, for me, go get that money, man. Go get that back. Yeah, I think that's a little unfair to compare him to Adrian Broner. We don't see him getting fat. We don't see him doing that stuff. We know he's working hard. Now, he might not be working the way you want him to work, but to say Deontay Wilder isn't in there working hard, that's sort of – I think that's a low blow, man. But I, I understand that he hurts you deep, and, you know, and, and, and I understand where that's coming from, man. But like Syme said, man, shout-out to Tyson Fury, honorable guy, hell of a boxer, yeah. number one in the game right now, and really I don't see anybody beating him, you know. Too big. Hey, Vlad might try to make a comeback. No, he don't want to. He's going to whoop his old ass, too, like he whoop, like he going to whoop everybody else. Probably going to whoop Josh. Hey, he owe that I man a rematch. Remember that. He owe that man I a rematch. He don't owe him shit, man. He got, you know. Yeah, he do. He's gonna whoop he got cooked up he'll, he'll and fucking him. gone missing for two years. Yeah. And then – uh I think he hates Wilder a little more. I think he dislikes uh, – not Wilder. I think he dislikes Joshua, so he's probably going to knock Joshua out too. Joshua's a little more chinny than Wilder, I believe, but they probably they might be about the same. So we'll see, man. But like Sime said, shout out, he did his thing. I'm not going to say he's the lineal champ. Uh, you know, I, I don't believe that. But he is the WBC champ. He is the Ring Magazine champ. He is the number one heavyweight in the game right now. And we'll see if there's a a, a, a uh, three-peat going on. Will he get the third fight? Hopefully he doesn't get it anytime soon. I would rather see the uh, unification with Anthony Joshua. And then maybe Wilder will come back, man. But with oh, yeah. that said, had a hell of a show tonight, man. Only wanted to try to do about an hour and 30. I knew we were going to go a little longer. We're at about two, so we might get cut off anytime soon, man. But I want to thank my man, J.P., I want to thank my boy Sime, Juan Carlos, my boy D from the A43, and a caller from the V. I think his name was Mo, man. Shout out to you guys, man. Hell of a show. Even though yeah. the uh, undercard was trash, you know, I, I'm not $40 with half half with my old man that paid that $40, man. But with that said, man, I want to leave, leave us out with this boy, uh, with this boy Tyson Fury and his singing, and we'll catch y'all next week. I don't know exactly what fights is coming on, but uh, we'll be out here Garcia. on Wednesday. It's Garcia Vargas is next weekend? Yeah. Yep. Okay. So we got some good shit to talk about. So we'll be out here on Wednesday to talk about it. If y'all see RC, tell him we're looking for him. He might be still asleep from last night. Like I said, he was talking yeah. about his love for white women at 4 a.m. in the morning, his time, man. So, Shout out to y'all. Shout out to everybody. And uh, we'll catch y'all next week outside this boxing podcast. Peace. Peace, fellas. I just want to say big shout out to Deontay Wilder. You know, he came here tonight. He manned up. He really did show heart of a champion. I hit him with a clean right hand and dropped him. And he got back up and battled on into round seven. He is a warrior. He will be back. He will be a champion again. But I will say the king has returned to the top of the throne. In the ball, I said, I'd sing a song tonight, didn't I? A long, long time ago.